Hey. Hi. Hello. And welcome to, to the Parker, Parker Panel. Panel. Okay. They can hear us. There we go. JPY warning. JPY warning. Yes. Sorry, it's frozen again. No, I hate you. <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird count. I thought I was gonna count. Like, all right, one. No, and bro. Then, like like it, one to five, then then back to one, like a half one. I'm like, I, I, I'm confused. Like, are we counting? <laughs> no, bro. I'm telling you, that that honestly is very infuriating. When I go to switch and it just freezes every single time, so I can never right. tell until it like flickers, and I'm like, okay, we're good, we're good. All right. What? What's up, everybody? Welcome. How's it going to the next episode of the Fault Partner panel? We do have an amazing cast here, as always. As usual, let's go down the list, introduce ourselves. Let's start with our guest, Huddy, then Mangoost and Bearded, and then I'll finish it off before we go into it. We are going to talk about several different things, including how this past free-to-play weekend went for fault at least in our opinions right what it what we think it's going to mean along with a couple other things that they've actually mentioned so we'll go through those but huddy hit it off i <laughs> i can't with it <laughs> i can't with him bro on the spot hi fucking stitch moment get me out <laughs> Uh, what's going on, everyone? Huddy GTV. Um, excited to be here. Thanks for the invite, guys. Looking forward to talk about some uh, fault and uh, what Strange Matters is working on and where they're going. All right. Sweet, and we appreciate up, you being here. Oh, my bad, my goose. Go. Don't get mad at me. No, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. You said that line a million times. I, I kind of feel like I should be wearing blue and gold right now because it's amazing blue. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Corn and blue. Oh, where are from YouTube? We're going to be talking some fall tonight. It's going to be a good time. Over to you, bearded. Hello, everybody. I'm the Bearded Wolverine, your Michigan wonder. All right. College football playoffs coming up next week. Let's go. All right. Uh, also, fall partner, excited to talk some fall and to talk about this uh, free to play weekend and how it went for us and everything else. I can't wait. True, true. And. You guys are so like hardcore fans for your team. Like that's just I'm sorry, just ours are crazy. I love y'all for it. <laughs> but yes, welcome everybody. I am Windu the Mace, aka Windu, fault content creator, predecessor over prime, you know, the the whole shebang. Welcome. How's it going? I wanna start off just straight into the subject here with you guys. Right. But it's that's not thirty eight, by the way. That's how far we are already. Like right. is, isn't that shit crazy? Isn't it crazy? <laughs> Holy shit. It, that that's actually mind blowing. Like yep. arguably about thirty-eight weeks ago, we started yeah, doing these episodes. Well, actually a little bit more than that, because we only took a couple weeks off because there was no content to be made at that time. Like we literally like, what do we to do? And there was only a couple of those, because a couple of those were like, you know what? We'll just make something up. Like we'll literally like let's bring up an an, an uh a con- you know, something and we'll talk about it. And we made it work. So uh but yeah, so it 30 little probably about 41 weeks that we've been doing this it feels good it's yeah, awesome definitely. it feels awesome like just being at it that consistently i know mangoose has his series that have gone going on for you know like an anime fucking 937 episodes not and that shit much longer not that much longer <laughs> for real but, but it's crazy it's actually crazy that we we've been making content about fault like that for quite a little bit, but I actually 
wanted to jump into a quick little thing that piqued my interest and when you guys saw this if if you saw it if you haven't seen it we'll go through it they posted on their twitter specifically it said in search of a worthy opponent he has come to test your might what do you guys think is in this video pretty, pretty big clue well, I've, I've, I've honestly, like for me, it's obvious, at least for me, right? But for a lot, like I've heard a bunch of different theories on here. Who, who do you guys think this is referring to? First of all, it's, it's obvious to Revenant. It has to be. What the fuck? If it's not saying mile, I'm uninstalling. You're uninstalling. Nah, chill, bro. So, I mean, I think it's fang mile. I think it was dead obvious, right? Like from, you know, like the hilt or I guess, you know, the, the staff part of it to the blade at the end. But why why do you Wukong. well why do you think they came out like with like this little mortal combat phrase because i know they usually when they do stuff it's very intentional right like why are they out here doing like test your might that was kind of female's lore right was it though really yeah, yeah. I, I didn't i didn't know too just, much about he it he was like he was a he was a gatekeeper for some city that yen took over as his like protege but uh yeah he was just like a great warrior and he kind of went went in search of more worthy opponents to face as he got older do you think that they're actually going to either maintain adapt or just in general dive into lore because that, that's actually one thing that we haven't really heard from from strange matters like it's been it's been pretty lore absent right mm -hmm. i mean it'd be a perfect time to do it in my opinion i mean you you got i mean besides the optimization which we'll talk about more when we get into it that that needs to be fixed but i mean like when it comes to actual game and and, and where we're at with the game ui is great looking you know uh the gate you know this the i i the, all the objectives for the game all that stuff is good the gameplay is good um besides optimization right so at that point and they're what they want to start marketing lore could help with the marketing so i i think that could you know be even more uh, of something they could definitely step into i see it no i know they they were um during uh, uh what was it indiegogo right they were talking about lore being they're gonna do their own lore i know Silfin talked about it and some of the other guys so it they were gonna go into their own storyline completely and go through all that but again, that was two years ago now, right? Indiegogo. It was two years. This, this yeah, Christmas right. was over, over two, over two years ago. Yeah. So, well, since you mentioned that, it, it definitely feels like it's a subject that's kind of fallen on the back burner. Now, with a lot of people don't care about lore, and it seems like uh, the type of people that are attracted to faults certainly don't care about lore. I'd agree right. with that. I'd agree with that. Like, I'll be real with you. I, I don't personally care like i didn't even know fake miles lore clearly i had to ask you a second ago yeah so no i think i think lore is is 
no matter what game we're talking about, I think lore is more of a, it's a certain percentage of, of that community is interested in it. The rest of the community is there for the gameplay and whatever else is going on with it. I got into Paragon lore very slightly because I was just like, there was in between games, I was like, all right, let's read up on this person, you know? And, you know, I thought some of the stuff was cool how they did it, but I didn't really get that deep into it to know that I was saying mouse lore. Um, but I do believe with what Huddy was saying, I think they have to make their own lore. I don't think the lore was released by Epic. Uh, I don't think they can use the same lore. I think they have to change it up. That's a good point. Like, as far as like legally, they might not be able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all Epic did was some random bullet points of lore for everybody. They didn't ever really get that deep into it. But right. They had that big story with Countess and... Um, yeah, they were starting to. They were starting to. I, I can't think of Kara. her name. I remember, Sorry, like, I the, I, Iggy and Drongo were attached at one point, right? Like, like what was it? Like, Iggy was, like, constructed off of parts from Drongo's Wasteland Planet or some shit like that? I don't even remember. I think they were just from the same place, really. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember that one. But yeah, so yeah, I think that's the reason for the lore and why they've kind of been holding off on it. But uh, I would be interested to see some of it. It would be great, uh, great talking points for for the panel as well. So uh, SMS, if you're here, and you know, we'll definitely take it now. Let's let's go. I think lore now, is definitely fun, and it can step the game up just another notch. Like if you're already interested in it in in a hero. And then you 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 want to dive deeper and learn more about them. And if that lore is there and it's good, then you're going to be even more interested in that hero. Or maybe it's somebody you don't even like, but they have really good a really good backstory, and that attracts you to them, makes you want to play them. Right. Um, I think it would be fun if they if you could unlock lore for a hero as you go along, just like you do with masteries. I think that would be a, a fun. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. Yeah. Like you unlock a new chapter of their book, so to speak. Yeah, 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 a lot of games yeah. do that. So, yeah, no, I would like that. I like that. I, what I like about the lore is is understanding who is pitted against who. Uh, I because I think it was uh, uh, I think Kalari and Wraith aren't they? Don't they go? Are they on the same team? Either way, I thought they. I like there was a, in the in the Paragon lore there was a, a they were I thought they were enemies. I could be wrong, but um, so I thought that was cool. The Kalari and Muriel, you know, lore the whole sisters lore was pretty cool. You know, I, I like I like how things just like one character ties to another character. So, like you said, you might you might not be a fan of that hero, but that lore might connect it to one of your heroes that you actually like. Yeah. Now, That's the only reason I know anything about Morgash because I love the face, so I dove deep into her lore, and she was she was connected to Morgash. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm and learning. I'm learning shit now. Of the two of them, the Fae is by far the the more evil. Yes. Yes. Morgash was actually the the kind of the good guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah. I'm off my face, bro. I'm learning new shit today. What? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I never would have guessed that shit. So let's uh, let me let me focus real quick on the hero again, real quick. So without going into optimization and stuff, which we will hit separately in a second. Do you guys think Fault is ready for a new hero? Do you think it? Do you think it's needing a new hero? I don't think you could. You could. Right you could take it either way. I think they need optimization more than a new hero right now. Right. I don't think they need one. Um, it, but put they they can. Are they ready for one? Yeah, they can be ready for one. But I don't think it's needed. I mean, the the uh, the rose colored glasses of phase have not worn off yet. 
you know, so they, they have some time built up, you know, with uh, introducing phase. Um, now, would it be nice to get a new hero because we went so long not getting one for a while there? Yeah, I think that'd be a good you know, little little gift for the community. Here you go. You know, it's been a while. Here's here's one back to back almost in a sense. So that's a great point that you bring up, because even though they could do it back to back, I almost would caution them not to because, you know, they don't want to spoil the community, give them two heroes back to back. And the next one, right. Three months from yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it almost would be better to like wait at least like a month or so. Like they, they, if they're planning on doing like a one hero every two months, for example, if that's like their established like internal timeline, kind of start getting used to that pattern. You feel me? Which, but if that's the case, I I wouldn't be teasing a new hero if that shit's not coming out in, in like two three weeks. Personally, well, I don't understand though. Is why are we teasing another hero? We still have, I know of two hero teases, right? Like I know we had Phase. And we had Iggy, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody was saying there was a third one. I've yet, and anybody send me a DM of this third one that you're talking about. You, you, everybody almost guarantees it's Wraith. Please show me what you're talking about because I haven't seen this third. That that whole picture they had, I didn't see it. It didn't make sense to me. No, I I only know the two. I've heard people what people have been saying. Like they're like, "Yo, that Tipo's character, that was Wraith," and I'm like. No, like not at all, bro. That's not either Wraith hit the gym or that's not Wraith. Like, no, bro. Like, <laughs> that's just the that's just a AI. You know, we got this is somebody that they'll hey, we're working on AI. You know, that's just like a normal phase. That's my opinion. That's what that is. Yeah. The third one, possibly, because there was, if you look, there was a uh, the explanation point was that uh, the caution you know, symbol, whatever, the, the triangle with the little explanation point inside mm-hmm. of it. That could be like a Drongo thing, you know, because of him having the... Uh, the uh, Radiation. Radiation, you know, uh, bombs that he's got. So I guess technically... I could see it. Been, it's a stretch, I mean, but I could see it's it. A yeah. Little bit of a, yeah, that's why, that's why I never really said anything. I only know of... I, it was Iggy turret and Phase's backpack. That's the two that I know <laughs> of. So we teased Iggy, but here we are now teasing Fang Mao. Which one comes first? I yeah. think it would be smart to continue to tease different types of heroes throughout the entire universe, per se. Just because they tease someone doesn't mean that they have to come out right away. We only know more of it because it's heroes that are pre-established from another franchise or another game, right? right. Yeah. They just show little things throughout the entire time, and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, that's what that backpack was for, right? With FaZe or Iggy, like, you know, I think that would be an awesome marketing option for them if they tie that in with lore as well i think that would work better on their uh uh their own original ips um but with with them using with the community being already a pair of zombie community or a pair of refugees you know um and them using the pair of zombie uh characters I think that could just be more of a, you know, for lack of better terms, a cock tease. Like all of a sudden you get excited because you, I am a Fang Mao main and I see this Fang Mao, but now I'm not going to get him for another eight months because you were just randomly teasing people. I think that could be a bit much, you know, and I think that would be, that could actually hinder the community. I'm in, I'm in the toss up on it. I'll be real with you. Cause I like, I understand it's okay to tease multiple. I don't, especially since people are expecting all these different characters 
I don't necessarily think that they should tease any hero unless they're probably a month or so away from releasing it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like teasing. Like when did he get teased? Like in May, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I have to go back and look. I honestly don't know the date, but yeah, some it was it was a while. Yeah, it, it was like May, June sort of time frame, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, like what? If, I would never tease a hero and then be like six months and then never say anything about it again. You feel me? Like for me, it's like we already know the rest of the roster is confirmed. We need somebody to make a uh, a song uh, over. Uh, was that a, uh, when you do it? It's not the actual song, but it's using different words for a the parody. A parody. We need somebody to do a parody of I need a hero. But instead of be I tease a hero. <laughs> And that could be SMS's little bird song. <laughs> Don't give anybody any ideas, bro. <laughs> Negative. We got a fiver for someone that does it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not against the idea of teasing multiple. Like for example, teasing two heroes. One of them comes out a month from now. Another one, the other one comes out two months from now. Right. But you're leading up to it. It's okay to tease. It's okay to throw out all these different ideas and such. My issue is that time frame. And, you know, it's an issue that we've all had in the past as far as like their marketing and choices that are made. Right. right. Like if it like, for example, this teaser, if it is Feng Mao or whomever it may be. Right. We want like I would want to make sure that it's within a month or two. If it's not within a month or two, I just don't think it should be teased. We talk like and that same thing goes for a lot of the other practices. We applied the same example for patch 14. We applied the same example for uh, the Iggy and the phase teasers, right? Like they got teased hello a while ago, right? And then now we're finally getting phase, which is awesome, by the way. But it's it's definitely if like in my personal opinion, it feels a little bit wacky, the execution. I don't know how you guys would feel about it. Plus, just everybody knows things coming because he was his abilities were in the ability select screen and all that. So, like, right. I, they should release him pretty soon because they've already, like, you know, like, they've uh, already they've already showed their hands. So, <laughs> might well, as well yeah. let him let him out into the wild. So, I'll be real with you. Could you imagine if that shit was just like a total tease? Like they put those abilities, the list and the name, because it's just text, right? In there just to tease people. And then it wasn't Feng Mao. Like they're just trolling people or like See, leading, leading them down the wrong rabbit hole. Misdirect. Yeah. Misdirect. See, now that would be messed up because then people, like you said, that love Feng Mao would be looking forward to Feng Mao. And then they get something that they maybe didn't care for that much. You know, I, I could see it. I don't know. I just know that I don't think, I don't think they would do that. <laughs> Dude, I'll be real with you. I have no idea what they're willing, <laughs> capable of doing. You feel so me? Like, are we? I mean, in, in their, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, in their defense, right now, they're they just announced that they're looking for a marketing manager who can help to put this plan together and build the storyboard and start building a marketing plan for them because they haven't. They, they've been, everyone's been chipping in and it, I think they've been doing a decent job, but chipping in to, to start doing it. But now there's going to be someone like your laser focus is to get the word out. What do we need? Put it together and then we'll get it to you. 
Right. Like that's a hundred percent their duty. They don't have yeah. to focus on anything else. Their job is, hey, this is point A, this is point B. Here's how we're gonna get there. So I guess so I mean I get that. Let me ask you a question though. So do we think the because like you get 14, we all load up and all of a sudden it's like bam, right there we're able to see there's Fang Mao's abilities, right? Okay. Was that a was that a mistake? And if that was a mistake, is this a all right, well, we already fucked up. We'll, let's give you Fang Mao. <laughs> or was that like a marketing tease type thing? Like, hey, a little Easter egg. You know, if you find it, you know, you got you got a little heads up of what's going to happen when we put our Twitter post out. It's it's a Tootsie Pop, bro. The world may never know. Like, it could be. It could be either. You I feel me? Just, I think it was just a mistake, but it's not that big a big a deal. I think it'd be kind of messed up if they did that and then didn't release Fing Mao next because then oh, yeah, no, because everybody's expecting Fing Mao now. For sure. They definitely are. I'm, I'm know, glad I, they're, I, I I'm definitely not... do think it's Fing Mao. I really don't think it's Revenant. Oh, yeah. I'm not that ignorant. Nice. I, I'm really happy that they're getting a de- a dedicated marketing manager. I think they really need it. Yeah, the fact Hopefully that they, they put somebody out there, the hiring list is huge. I think the the uh just just seeing their team is is growing is is good news for all of us as a community i mean it's it's nice like i might be the only one that feels this but it's nice for them to by looking for somebody with expertise like that like also simultaneously admitting like hey we need to have this task be handled by somebody that knows more or somebody that's dealt with stuff like this before you know what i mean like mm-hmm. to me, that's a, I, that's a lot of respect that they earned. Like being able to take a step back and be like, hey, we're going to let somebody that knows what they're doing handle this instead of, you know, us as a team taking a whack at it. You know, it, it marketing's hard. I mean, I did that for a living for over a decade. And it's a, a big part of it is when people look at it from the outside, they're like, oh, that's easy. My nephew can post on Facebook. <laughs> My nephew can do this. And then you, you start getting into what the algorithms are looking for, what the trends are, Google indexing and keywords and how to build up a storyline. It, it becomes a battle of do I have the content? in order to do this so I can set up a storyboard and go because like marketing plans should be yearly quarterly or I'm sorry yearly half year quarterly monthly weekly you should have it all set up to build up and have a release and then rinse and repeat back going and that's how you continue to build your brand and that's how you get different followers because the biggest mistake that a lot of people make we're like well I posted on my Twitter everyone knows about it well, what time did you post it on your Twitter? Did you share? Did you have? Did you give people a reason to interact with it? Did you give people a reason to share it? Just putting it up is because you have, I think they have eleven thousand followers on, on on Twitter, but the chances that all eleven thousand see it are slim to none. So you got to give people reason to repost, people reason for people to interact, to put it on others. So people like the fault panel, partner panel, make content talking about it and bring it up again. They need fifteen of you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how the game grows organically. Now, let's piggyback off of that, because I do believe that they need to make more of like a content creator push. Like we saw during the free weekend, they had like a loot event for partners and such, which was, you know, super cool. Uh, Partners benefited from it and such. But what do you guys think? 
they should do or what would be some ideas to brainstorm here for strange matter as far as getting general content creators excited about making content um information in advance and well in advance a week was not enough advance <laughs> for this free weekend and all the drops and stuff because you know got people had stuff planned um yeah. Bro, the, the drops got mentioned like the day before yeah i mean it's not even the drops though like the content creators should have known about this free weekend like at least a month out and and put her and put a fucking nda out for christ's sake like cover your ass with an nda i know it, it seems like a ho-hum just boring legal issue but i find that any any uh any gaming company that makes me sign an nda i'm far more comfortable with because it shows to me that they actually know what they're doing and are stable when i don't get an nda but i am but i'm getting information it, it, a few red flags are starting to pop up okay interesting and if they and if they had content creators sign an nda they could be themselves more comfortable with giving them more advanced notice of this kind of stuff right yeah no definitely so you think like uh just the same way that people apply for partnership for example just have people sign up for like yeah. like and like content creator events newsletter or whatever and then they have to sign an nda to be part of that little newsletter or whatnot so to speak yes, yes. that'd be cool 100%. that'd be awesome i know e like ea has stuff like that like a specific content creator page that the only way you get access to that website for that web page, for example, is by signing the NDA and, you know, they get like your email and password and stuff. But then once you're in there, yeah, you I like that idea. Yeah. And they have all their future events listed on there. Like, hey, on this day, for example, uh, for Battlefield, that just came out. They had on Battlefield from this day till this day before the release of the game. Everybody on this page is able to stream the game only on these days you guys aren't able to talk to anybody about it you here's a couple of stuff to help get your content in order here's clip arts logos etc just to get it going but this is everything that you set up you're like you're able to stream it on this day you're able to post on youtube on this day just have it clear and concise just like hey these are the days blah 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 but it's just an nda that they sign in the beginning and then from there on it's like they're part of a club of early access information so to speak it's not a horrible idea yeah, definitely put together a press kit for content creators. Did so, they have that? I, I thought they had that for EA. So for little, little known fact, I because I just had um, somebody else ask me, is like, oh, do you have PNGs or pictures or like logos for fall and stuff? And I was like, well, that's actually not commonly known. If you go to the to the website, playfault.com and then go to the community tab, in the community tab, you then click on partners. In the partner page, you then scroll all the way to the bottom. And there, right next to apply for partner, you see press kit button yeah. that you can click and download. It's not the easiest to find, but it is there. So I, I do think that probably should be a, a little bit easier to find. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe even like have it like a small little corner on the make on the main page interested in making content press kit click to download you like the fault logo and stuff like that yeah like simple mm -hmm. so has that been updated i literally thought that was only for partners so i never said anything about it 
No, no, no. Because because <laughs> there's a partner press kit and specifically, and then there's a public press kit. So there's two different ones. Okay. But um, to answer Hadi's question, I don't believe as of the time of this recording that that press kit has been updated. But I do have confirmation that it should be getting updated anytime soon because I did ask about that. I'm very adamant about stuff like that. Yep. So that is something that they're working on. But I, I mean, I like the idea. Any other ideas as far as getting content creators involved? If, if anybody in the chat wants to kind of throw ideas in there also. It was it was great. Uh, you know, as a partner, I, I really enjoyed the loot drops. Um, but I think if we also did uh, a loot drop or a Twitch drop, whatever, for for all the, the whole community, whoever, all, all streamers can be able to be a part of it. I think that'll be beneficial um, to get more streamers involved, to get more people advertising your game. You know, on you know the, the higher the higher you get the the game on Twitch uh, on Twitch's standards, you know, the the more uh, exposure the game will get. So that'll be better as well. So you're saying like, but have both partner loot drop events as well as like just general community anybody streaming can participate yeah like maybe the next maybe the next free weekend they do because they did you know allude to the the you know more free weekends this isn't this was like a first you know so the next free weekend do the community twitch drop like anybody who streams like let me look a stranger is a streamer you know pappy's a streamer any you know all of us here we stream except for goose uh you know, all of us, you know, we, we all go in, we, we put in, we enable drops. We got it, you know, and people can sit there and lurk and, and chat in our, our streams while we wait, while we game. We just brought something up. What about people that aren't on Twitch like goose? Like what's the benefit for them? Cause that, those are know. two, I, those are two I'm very different Twitch. communities that don't interact yeah. with each other. <clears throat> I don't know anything about that other community. That's goose. What's your plans for that? Cause I don't know. I mean, they they could give us drops to giveaways, you know. Is there is there a, a YouTube drop thing? I I don't watch. No, no, there's no. YouTube no, he, he's like meant to like like keys, for example, yeah. right? So they can okay. host their own giveaways per video. Like, hey, you know, comment this word and leave a like and blah blah blah. We're gonna pick a random name and give out the Astro Gideon skin. Gotcha. So, do you think there should be a program like that, or? the general community that wants to make content because that's a little bit trickier when you're giving somebody access to drops and keys and you know skins and stuff that's a little bit harder to do for like the general community i can see that for youtube partners i i yeah youtube partners i get it i i don't the 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 twitch community one the twitch drops it's easier. It's controlled. You know, you are able to do what you know, you can put, you can change how much percent it happens, how often it happens, you know, like you can do that. Like, I don't, if you're not a, if you're not a twit, if you're not a fault partner, who's a, a cute mangoose fault partner on YouTube, if you're not mangoose in this situation and you're just, you know, our, our, our buddy menace, who's now putting out fault videos on YouTube, how, how does he get it? How does, how does that work for him? How do you give him that key or, or whatever, you know, items to give away? Like, how do you, like, how do you just give that to anybody who creates videos? Here you go. We're going to give you items to give away to your you know community. No, you'd have to, you would have to do it. Just given that the partners, you couldn't go any other okay. way. I don't think. Right. 
But yeah. it would help people like Windu does YouTube and Twitch. It would help him promote no. both sides. Both sides, right? No, because I mean, yeah, the, I, the I focus here isn't to increase the content creator's influence; it's to increase it's to increase false influence. So, if they can yes. do that through window through window in both Twitch and YouTube, then more power to them. Right. No, I get it. I'm just trying to think of like other ways to really get because I think if we do a community wide Twitch drop, I mean, I know it doesn't help the YouTube side of it, and I'm, I'm not trying to exclude them. Um, but I think, just like I said, the more people we have streaming the game, the better exposure the game gets. You know, and I think if we could do something similar to that on YouTube, the more people we have creating videos for the game, the more, you know, exposure the game's going to get. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, there's a way to do that, even though for the for the young, un, unpartnered YouTubers, you know, like like Menace. If Menace is creating videos, if, there, if there's something we could do to help make the community create more youtube videos it's more exposure hold a competition like overprime did with uh youtube shorts because that's yeah. that's the big thing right now that's what youtube is pushing that's what gets views that's what attracts people to the game you could do hold that. a competition like create a short you know and include at fault or at strange matter studios in the title and whoever like the top three uh get partnership then you oh. have Three people that obviously have a following that are now partners and ha now have access to more information. And you've you've just enlisted three people. You've and you've gotten the name of three good there. potential people. Yeah, true. How do you get some asshole that paid for views like like over Prime's competition? They did. Oh, <laughs> he said, "Oops." <laughs> Yo, so how do you guys feel about? sharing on their main page because you know for those of you that don't know on youtube you can make a post to your community not officially uploading a video or whatnot it's just a post and like for example i can go on my page grab mangoose's last video share it and be like yo everybody go check this video out it's amazing show them some love go subscribe like even little things like that would go a long way because people that are trying to grow for example would love to get a shout out from the company themselves. You know what I'm saying? And if they yeah, know that no, they make like, the content and they have a chance of getting shouted out, you know, why not make the content if their objective is to grow? You feel me? No, I got you. I think we also need to reach out out of the fault community though. We need to reach further amongst that. Like cause right now if fault is if fault is shouting them out they're shouting out to the fault community. We need to go farther and we need to get people who aren't involved with the fault community. We need to do like that, uh, like a YouTube shorts competition or whatever, and get people who are doing YouTube shorts to get like, Oh, we can do a fault competition and, you know, and bring them in, you know, to, cause their community might not be a part of our community, but we might be able to find a common ground, so to speak. Yeah. And right. the more people you enlist, the more cross pollination there's going to be like, honey does a lot of Valorant. I'm sure there's people that come to Huddy to watch Valorant, and then when he starts playing Fault, they're like, "Oh, this is a different game." They might check Fault out. You, you get the cross cross pollination that way. Mm -hmm. uh, that's true. It's, I mean, I know at least three or four people that tried Fault over the weekend that were from my from the people that I play Valorant with, and they're like, "Oh, I used to play Paragon," and then you it opens up the dialogue, right, and you can explain what's going on. Um, and out of the three, out of the four, two of them like it and end up buying it for ten bucks. 
Hey, there you go. Um, it was not a huge thing. I mean, I'm I'm peanuts on there. It, it, the Valorant community is, is very rough, <laughs> but it's just exactly what you're talking about. I mean, personally, I, I think once they fall, I going tying back to what Windu was, you guys were talking about earlier about releasing a new hero. I I feel that optimization and then getting di uh, more build diversity out right now and balance should be the priority. And then it might be time to open up the wallets and get a couple big big time content creators yeah. from other platforms and get them to play your game. Get them to play your game for a week. Spend a I don't know five ten thousand dollars to get someone who averages to play it a couple hours. You know, to come out and play the yeah. game because now you're opening up a lot of eyes to a lot of people and it creates excitement. But you can't do that until the game, if the game crashes in front of 20,000 people, GG go next. Like everyone's ragging on it, right? So, right. That's a great point. Making sure that the optimization is on point and then going that route because you're not wrong. It's a tried and tested method that arguably every successful game nowadays. Has had a successful early launch with successful content creators covering it with all that crazy exposure and everything now you guys think they should go like let's say they go down that route do you think they should go straight into larger content creators let's say like people averaging a thousand and up or do you think they should start more on the medium side like people with 100 200 average viewers and such I think, How do you, they go, I think they go overall. You go, you, you try to get a couple big ones. Then you try to get a couple medium to small. And then you get, and then everyone else will come. Because if you get a couple of the big ones, uh, make up any name, any one, Smite or League of Legends or any of those guys who are averaging significant viewers to come over, a lot of the little streamers, the, the people who are averaging, I say little, and it, it's a grind, and I give all the respect in the world to anyone who can do this, but th then you get the people who are averaging 50 to like 300, they see XYZ playing, and they average 8,000 viewers, and they're playing Fall, all of a sudden they're like, oh, let me try this game, because it, it's all, it's the bandwagon, right? Everyone's going to jump on and go. Perfect example is, um, look at Among Us. One or two big streamers started playing Among Us, and all of a sudden they went, because <laughs> everyone right. got on board right it's yeah. but yeah among us was out like for four years before that even happened correct. you know and and then those you know big streamers kind of popped in there and it blew up so um suicidal in chat says uh they should make something like league of legends twitch rivals small uh tournaments between streamers uh playing on some sort of future patch days or weeks before the release of the said patch is something they should do for a um marketing getting streamers up I, mean, I don't i don't think they're gonna count stuff like that out like i, I think that is probably likely in the horizon just because both in the past has almost gone out of their way to mention that they are very like competitive driven mm -hmm. sort of game right like they've yes. mentioned esports several times they've mentioned that they want to go down that route eventually so i could totally them doing something like that is getting a you know like let's say partners versus upcoming content creators right and then just having them play a new patch out with a new hero and stuff this you know getting that community engagement like a week before the event 
they've already done something a little bit similar in the past when they used to have showcases where it was like partners versus like the devs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So they, they've done something similar. So I, I could totally see them doing that. The whole, the whole question is as to how much of a grand scale that's going to be. Like, you feel me? It, like, is it going to be like a marketed event? I, like, hey, like, hey, let everybody know it's going to be developers versus partners, brand new patch, new new hero, new items being added. You get me? Like, the scale right. of it, I think, matters more as a as opposed to like what they actually like actually doing it because they've done stuff like that before, right? Now, I want to read this off to you guys really quick. Over uh, the last few days, when did they post this actually? On December 20th, just after the weekend, right? So yeah. first, before I read it, I'm going to give kudos to Strange Matter. Because the moment that I read this, like five seconds before, I was actually having an active conversation with a buddy of mine. saying it's like, damn, bro, when's the last time Strange Matter said thank you to the community? I was like, it's been a good minute that they said thank you. Like, just like, hey. We appreciate you guys. You guys are doing a ton of stuff. You know, like you're helping us a ton. Thank you for bearing with us and stuff. And literally within like five seconds, boop, notification, new tweet. And they stated here, we wanted to say thank you to everyone who took the time to try fault during our first free weekend. For those of you that decided to continue playing, welcome. We will continue to listen to your feedback and suggestions as we work to improve the game for a long time to come. And the picture says thank you and welcome. But can I just say, I love this fucking post. I do, I've, to me, this post is a gold mine. Cause this, I, I'm seeing more out of strange matter in this post than I have in like several weeks of social media posts. You get what I'm saying? Do I need to explain myself on that one? Please. Got you. So I like the fact, first of all, that they're even thanking the community, right? I love the fact that they're actually acknowledging like, hey, we're here because of you. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. If you're new, welcome. Like they're addressing new players as well. And the fact that they address them separately, that, that also kind of throws that in. They're like, hey, we're thanking everybody, including new players. We're, we're working on making the game better. We're listening to feedback. We're listening to suggestions. We're working on improving the game for a long time to come. Mentioning the fact that, hey, we're like, we're not going anywhere. Our game will have longevity. Like that, I, I, that shit, I, I like it. I like it. Okay. I like the fact that they're taking those steps. Because as opposed to before, we probably would have never even heard them even say a long time to come before. You get me? Right. Yeah, no, I, I do like the, the the key points, the thank you, the welcome, and the the reference for a long future. You know, it it definitely does you know tackle those points in there. You know, with the little fluff. Uh, not saying the fluff is bad, but you know that's you know I, I do like how it does that. Now, let's go over this uh, the some of the changes that they did because we do go over those every time that we do these videos. So they did have the patch 14.2. Couple quick little changes updates. Let's go over them. I'm going to kind of glance through these. If you guys want to talk about something, feel free to stop me, right? 
uh, one of the first bug fixes. Apparently, they fixed an issue where Rook was not working like at all. I didn't even know that it wasn't working, yeah. quite frankly. So thankfully, that got changed in the draft and loading screens. The pre-draft loading screen got updated. Like, for example, now has that new map. I remember talking yes. about it with Bearded. Yes. So that's a very nice change. The updated map is now on there, not the old one. Um, they fixed the gunmetal Grux portrait being stretched and looking all wonky. That was actually pretty funny to watch when, when I came across that. Yeah. So that's been fixed. Um, not only on, is it the new map? Sorry, but no. Uh, yeah. Not only is it the new map, but it's also the the background picture overall. It's not the the original one that we've had for you know patch one to patch thirteen. It, it literally is now a new background picture with the new showing off an actual. I think I want to say it's Raptor Camp. It looks almost like uh, of the new map. Yeah. I think it is a Raptor Camp, but it is a well well taken picture and where they yes. put everything, the contrast and everything. That was a very very good addition for sure. Countess, they fix her passive, fix an issue causing the passive that causing the passive to not be working properly. So they did adjust that for uh, phase her right mouse button. They fixed an issue that was causing phase to pull heroes back to the fountain. As she recalls, fix an issue causing the link to go on cooldown after an ally breaks it. That's a big one. That shit was annoying. Fix an issue allowing phase to pull teammates who recalled to fountain that was broken so i'm glad that they fixed that i actually saw it in a game imagine you're chilling their carry backed all the way to fountain immediately got pulled back to lane and they did buy in that split second because they were spamming it i was like oh my gosh bro so thankfully that's been adjusted um the item substitution uh there was an issue that subs was not dealing damage to the wearer if they also had spell shield equipped so that's something they got adjusted now should be doing the adequate damage there now as far as balances and i and i would love to hear your opinions on some of these queen spell vamp increase from five percent to nine percent i'll be real that one kind of shocked me excuse me because like i'll be like after after all the changes, right? Like as far as balance is concerned, I didn't think that they needed to add more ability lifesteal. Like you, you get me? And that's a good amount. That's almost double the ability lifesteal that was there before. Now, again, I'm not a mage main, so maybe that was a dire issue that was there because there currently isn't any ability lifesteal items, items. out there. So maybe that could be to kind of counteract that fact. Like, hey, we're just going to give them as long as they choose the aspect. We're going to give them the, the choice of having that percentage of ability lifesteal, considering they build so much power and stuff. So maybe I don't know, but I didn't necessarily expect it. Um, then as well, in Rook, they made a couple changes. Main, they made a couple changes to all the green aspects, actually, mainly because the tanks weren't necessarily in the best of spots with all the damage meta that was going on, right? So on Rook, bonus armor percentage increased from 10 to 30%. The duration of Rook got reduced from six to three seconds. So you get more armor, but it doesn't last as long. The damage threshold got increased from five to 10% of the damage taken in the last two seconds. So now you have to take a larger chunk of damage 
You'll get more armor if you do, but it doesn't last as long. On Titan, the bonus health conversion, like converting health into adaptive power, they went from 0.5 to 2%. That is massive. Literally, they're like, hey, that power that you were gaining, four times the power now. But that is in response to the fact that mages have a power scaling item. Aries have a power scaling item. Jungle, you get me, can use Sword of Souls as well and all that. But tanks didn't have a good scaling item. So this is their way of giving tanks still the ability to scale by being able to use Titan. Now as well, Beast Hunter, the Pelt Collector a bonus that health per stack got increased from 1.2 health per stack to a flat 2. Out of combat movement speed after you've completed all your stacks went from 5% to 7%. So now jungler as well, like if well, you could use it outside of jungle, but Beast Hunter is a famous, uh, famously known jungle aspect that you, you now get increased even more movement speed and even more health for just farming. So we'll see if that, those changes actually that matter. Collector, that pet collector is only on jungle minions right like the the things that are in the jungle or do you no, get it works on no it works on lane lane minions too okay yeah mm -hmm. it's a really good aspect to take even if you're not jungling gotcha yeah because you'll still get health and adaptive power when it comes down to it so it's just another scaling aspect so to speak which i do find it interesting that um overall as to a lot of their aspects they decided to go towards scaling like we have what is it king skills and attack speed as it goes on we got beast hunter skills and health as it goes on and such so i still love the fact that they're introducing scaling i think it's probably going to be a little bit of a, of a mess just balance all that shit over the next few weeks because they're going to be fine tweaking everywhere because how do you know what's broken is it the scaling from the aspect is it the scaling from the items that you're building or was it just one item that you built or was it the fact that you build sword of souls and beast hunter and titan you get me so there's there's a lot of factors that go in there so that's all gonna take a bit to sort out um one of the bigger changes that they actually made is on phase her ultimate now no longer deals damage to link enemies and that was a huge nerf especially like damage phase and stuff like being able to link to your enemy and ult you could melt people now you you won't do damage at all almost in my eyes almost making her more like a more official support rather than mage with changes yeah, like that they do that they make this change but literally go into a draft and click the support button she's not there find her picture she's not yeah. there so i i'll be real i don't get that i i don't get that at all like you build her to scale as a damage all these abilities that damage and stuff I understood why she was under the mage, right? But then you take her ability a blind, a linked enemy away. Now it has to be a proximity blind. And then you take the ability to do damage with her ultimate on a linked enemy away. So you're, you're just slowly taking shit away from her that does damage. So you're basically not making her a mage. You see, it sounds like you're trying to keep her a support more than a mage. Yep. So why why keep her as a mage in the game then? Real quick technical thing. When do whenever you're talking, I'm hearing like a lot of static. I it was crazy, but then Oda, Oda, Oda said something in the uh, chat. 
Oh, you're hearing static from my side? Yeah. I think I know what it might be. So uh, that's a big apology. I think my girl was in the next room blow drying her hair. No, no, no. It's definitely only whenever <laughs> you talk. Is it? Like, well, but what I'm saying is there's a noise, there's a noise gate. So whenever I'm not talking, my microphone cuts off completely. But when I am yeah, talking, you might you might you might be hearing yeah yeah she's 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 literally in the bathroom she's like blow drying her hair with a with a hair with the door closed okay. you want me i'll tell her to stop i got you <laughs> i'll be like hey no, hey don't you don't have wet you right <laughs> i'll be on the couch because i'm like hey you gonna have wet hair for 30 minutes like <laughs> I know. It depends on how, how how comfy is the couch I mean, we already saw that you got your hair gel earlier, so she gets bro, her, her I, hair. I can't with you, bro. I'm at my mother's house. There is no room right now. Anyway, I can't with him, bro. He doesn't miss an opportunity. But um, yeah, hope, hopefully it'll it'll finish here soon. Sorry, guys. But uh, going over the items here, so. Mana focus, they increase maximum stacks from 100 to 150. The stack, the mana that you gain per stack got reduced by seven from 7.5 to flat five, right? So now it's roughly about the same. If it's not the same, I haven't actually done the math for it, but it takes longer to get to max stacks, but you get less per individual stack, excuse me. Uh, the same change applies to mana shard, which builds into mana focus, right? The, the first tier stacking item. Sword of Souls, very similar change, but a couple different adjustments were made here because Sword of Souls was very, very strong. And it's still borderline is. Still borderline is, right? Uh, the physical pen on it got reduced from 15 to 10. The cost got increased from 2,700 to 2,900. The maximum stacks got increased from 75 to 100. But how much power you get per stack got decreased from 0.6 to 0.45 and the physical power percentage bonus when you complete your stacks got reduced from a total of 10% to 6%. So overall, a pretty substantial nerf to it because they're increasing the cost. They're increasing the time it takes you to get to max stacks. And even when you get to max stacks, it's a reduced damage buff. But I'll be honest, regardless, it's crazy strong. What do you mean? No, it's not the 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 stacks you still get the same it's still the same 0.6 times 75 is the same as 0.5 times 100. i mean i get you 0.75. but that yeah but that, that that literally just means you still get the same amount of power from the stacks it just takes you longer to get it yeah right so it still is so a nerf first it's, it's a nerf that's a nerf for a stacking yeah, item i wouldn't say it's a reduction though it's not you know you don't get reduced it's not reduced well, the, the total per the bonus damage after you finish max stacks is reduced. Okay, the bonus damage, yeah, sorry. But so, I, I, so overall, the mana shard, the mana shard and the other one, those are, it's the same. It's 750 okay. across the board. It Appreciate takes it. takes more time. You have to get more time to get that. So yeah, so that that's an indirect nerf by making it take more time, right? Yep. But they did nerf the overall power scaling because before it was a 10% scaling on everything that you build. And they noticed that yep. was probably a little bit too strong, so they lowered it down to 6%. And then as, as well, adjusting the cost just adds more to the, it takes you longer to it get those stacks. to build this item though. Dude, 100%, if you don't build it, you're throwing, yeah. even right now, yeah. to be honest. Just because the fact that the, the amount of, just take the percentage out of it. 
and the amount of physical power you get after that's fully stacked that being the highest physical power you know physical damage item there is like you can't get anything that beats it there's no reason not to not take it and then add the percentage that you get with it as well uh, it's icing on top, on top whatever yeah else you're building yeah it's just icing on top because it just makes all your other, other items that you built even better there is no item in the game that i could honestly tell somebody hey as a carry build this item it's better it's just it's there isn't it's literally like hey if you don't build sword of souls you're throwing it's that strong somebody marco my my boy in, in gen chat i love him uh another guy that carries on the puns for me i appreciate it but he said he was talking about being carry and, and using sos and i'm like i'm like what do you mean i mean you build sos and he's like yeah i'm like why he's like sort of souls like how do you not care i'm like oh uh. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I'm like, you can't be built. I'm like, <laughs> no, there's all, there's already an SOS, Brad. There's already an SOS too. Leave it, leave it to the seaman who, who, who can't figure it out. You know? Oh, get out of here! Get out of here! Leave it to a dad that knows puns and he can see a double meeting. I'm like, wait, SOS is already in here. He said, leave it to a dad. I can't. Now, we did briefly touch on this. Strange Matter is officially hiring a marketing manager. So anybody that is interested in taking a whack at it, joining the team, trying to lend their expertise, you're going to be able to go to playfault.com and apply there as well with a couple of other careers. They're also looking for a level artist, a UI programmer and a gameplay programmer. Now, I, I still think these are good signs. Like the fact that they're hiring, that the team is growing, you feel me? Yes. Yeah. I, I can't help but notice that I've, I've heard negativity from a lot of people because of the free weekend. They're like, oh, they didn't get like 10,000 players. The game is dying. You feel me? Mm, right. Like, can, can we can we talk about that for a second? Like the, the perspective definitely. of the results of that free weekend? What you're going to say? You don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. You don't know my life. The, the whole fact, the whole fact that they didn't actually market, the fact that it was only, you know, the, they put it on their socials like a week beforehand. Um, you know, they didn't actually do an actual straight market push with this. It literally was, you know, it, in yours and I opinion, because I know you and me have already talked about this before. It was a baseline test. It was yeah. really to see how the free to week free weekend was gonna go to where the next free weekend, when they actually do a marketing push, let's, for example, let's say, and I'm not saying this is what they're gonna do, but let's say the next free weekend, it's gonna be advertised on your Twitch ads, you know? Mm -hmm. for, that way they can compare a, if, it, if it was for, successful for advertisement or not. weeks, when you go to somebody's stream and you get a Twitch ad, it's telling you, hey, fall free weekend, and it gives you a date. Hey, fall free weekend, it gives you a date, you know? And it's a little video about the game, right? And then they're going to be like, all right, now with those Twitch ads, with this free weekend, we did these numbers compared to our baseline numbers, you know? Okay, so I know Twitch ads give us an X in percentage amount of a boost, right? That's that. Okay, the next free, free weekend, let's advertise on Google. And we'll go, you know, next thing you know, you go you load to Google and Google spelts out with freaking fault characters or whatever, like free weekend whatever i don't care i'm just literally pulling shit out my ass right now but like then it's okay google free weekend gives us this percentage of increase now let's do them together bam like, all right here it's just a little whole marketing thing it's it's really a test 
I just I feel like Huddy's having a moment as you were explaining that. Like he wants to say something like every three seconds. Like as you were talking, Huddy's face is like. <laughs> well, I'm actually. <laughs> I hate you. No, I, 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 I'm actually responding to a DM, but it, it's you're not wrong. To, it's it, it's a yes. They have to do that uh, to build the brand awareness. But it, it, if the next free to play weekend, if it's optimized where it's running fine like me personally i put everything the medium and the map looks everything looks identical than when it was on epic and i don't lose frames anymore it just for whatever reason that fixed it for me and that's at 1440 on, on my rig so but it's once they get that stabilized rather than doing like google adwords because that's going to be the most expensive thing that you can possibly do google adwords is amazing but it is uh, incredibly expensive for customer acquisition costs. I think it would be more beneficial to pay, you know, because the other problem is they're a worldwide game and a lot of Google marketing is geo-targeting, like grabbing certain market areas right. and fault. Is, I was only, like I said, I was only pulling stuff no, no. past. Like I literally don't know about that. Yeah, it's like, it, if I was to do it, I, I would get the, the um, game optimized and running cleaner fix a couple of small bugs i don't think it's nearly as bad as a lot of the players not a lot some of the people are complaining about but it, it has bugs like there's no denying it we've all experienced it and right. so yeah do that like the people the people complaining about the bugs we're not saying those bugs don't exist we're just saying those bugs aren't as big of a deal to bring a new person into this game mm -hmm. i I, I right where suicidal was talking about in stream right there grabbing building it up and then i don't know what these content creators call uh charge now for a sponsored game but dropping 10 20 dollars on paying these content creators to play the game leading up to an open weekend and then playing through the open weekend will in my opinion go a lot far further than spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars on Google Ads, but uh, what Mangoose was saying earlier, don't do it with no, no offense to the Paragons or I'm sorry, the fault streamers and stuff. Grab other people, use yeah, yeah. The, the grab to expand that umbrella, right? Open it up, step outside. Instead of yelling in your street, let's yell in a park. And then it, it, if it goes well, then you go from the park, then you go to a city. And like, I, and obviously, it, you know, that's you go to the bigger streamers and you, you dish out the money to get it because to get out there to do a nationwide Google ad campaign. When I used to run them, you were talking around fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars a month, and that's gonna be hard to recoup that in customer acquisition costs to just grab people, even though you can really start to target gamers right and people who like mobas and stuff but again what's unique about this game is it it grabs like look at me i'm a first person shooter guy this is the only moba that i come back to and i keep wanting to play i can't right. play league of legends it drives me nuts i'd rather freaking run my head into a wall like <laughs> let's, now let, let's capitalize on that real quick before we get too far to this i mean we can still come back to this because right. i know when do i talk about it but like let's talk about that honey like you went away for a little bit. You've been playing Valorant and, and, and playing some other games, and and you come back to fourteen. What what are your thoughts from when you left for a little bit 
and you came back. How do you feel about the game now? I I stopped playing regularly probably eight or nine months ago. And it wasn't because I disliked the game or anything. I mean, I have 600 hours in gameplay. Right. I enjoy the hell out of the game. That doesn't even include the other one where it was all the testing when I was right. part of the testing team, which was on another thing. Um, it was just, it got to a point where, again, me being a shooter, it, it was, I was ready to, I wanted something else. Right. And I've been grinding Valorant for over a year now. And then I, when I saw the updates and I saw the big patch and I'm like, all right, let me go back in. And it's fun. The game is a lot of fun. I was, I was pretty impressed with the patch for the most part. The, 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 the optimization is, again, I've been play, through early access games for 20 years. Mangoose is probably the only one in here who can say that with me. <laughs> Going <laughs> through that stuff for over 20 years, I experienced, I mean, even Windu and I were talking about it last night about the Hunt Showdown. The Hunt was uh, on a $2,000, $3,000 computer was almost unplayable. <laughs> for the first year and a half of early access. Yeah. It, you were lucky if you got 40 frames with a 1080 Ti for the first year of Hunt Showdown. I had a 2080 Ti and I couldn't get 50 frames. <laughs> I couldn't get 50 frames. <laughs> my my problem isn't that you have frame drops and stuff. My problem is that we didn't have that a month ago, right? Like before the patch, it ran perfectly for me and now it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, with, like, with 13, 13, we were, we were running great. With fourteen and fourteen one, and and I, you know, we'll see. Uh, I made a change. The one thing I was told that this might be work, right? If you go through and you verify files, you go to Steam, you you, you right click on it, you verify the files. That could potentially fix some of your optimization issues. I haven't tested it yet. I did verify the files. I just haven't had a chance to play it. I've been busy working, doing Christmas stuff. So, um, I mean, it's I, possible that there was like an install issue. You never know. I'm gonna do it right now. Properties. Yep. So uh, I did already verify the files. I just haven't had a chance to game it and, and actually test it and see if it works. But we'll see. Is that verify integrity of game files, right? That's Correct. what we're clicking? Yep. Okay. That's all. Correct. Yep. So, um, so yeah. So anybody who's having those issues, go ahead and give that a try. And if it doesn't work, let the team know. Because the more mm -hmm. they know, the better. You know, that's the, that's the easiest way for them to fix this is, is give them the most information we can give them. So. And let uh, and let us know in the comments so we don't keep telling people that if it doesn't work. By the way, keep us in the loop. You imagine they tell somebody else and we're still like, yeah, it might work. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, give it a try. So, um, but yeah, back to what we you know the the whole conversation we were talking about. Sorry, what do I? Well, I, I well let's keep on going kind of with that that subject and the whole free weekend vibes, right? I I was able, I was fortunate enough to play with a lot of new people. A lot of people that hadn't played Fall before, people that were keeping an eye on Fall. I have, you know, for example, I have viewers that have been watching me play Fall for a while, have watched my videos, but just never pulled the trigger. I had a buddy that I grew up with in Puerto Rico, and he was like, yo, I'll be real with you. This weekend lined up with my first paid time off in like three years. So fuck it. I bought it. I know it was free for the weekend, but I bought it because I'm going to support. And he tried it. He was like, yo. This is pretty fire. Go figure. He like Gideon. Everybody's brand new first time played character that they love. Right. But I, I actually got a lot of feedback from a lot of new players. I, I'm curious to hear what you guys heard from your communities and other people and such. If any, just like Steam, I got mixed reviews. <laughs> <laughs> OK, like give, give us examples. 
unfortunately i think the main thing is the community itself kind of hurt the game for everybody um that's the main complaint that i'm getting yeah people is that they they came in and got trash talked like crazy by people that were the sad obviously been playing forever the sad part is it wasn't even just in the game this this is i i literally hate the fact that i gotta say this it was in gen chat in discord as well and on reddit new gamers would come into into discord and ask a question about trying to figure out, hey how do how does this work how does that work and they would get trolled by the community yeah by non mods they would get trolled and i'm sitting there watching this happen and i'm like are you fucking kidding me even on voice chats like there was a moment that it was towards the end of my stream regrettably and beard and what and mangoes got a chance to witness this the fact that i had somebody vocally being toxic towards somebody else and being toxic in the game chat and everything and it was just like yo chill the fuck out like right. i'm like i'm sorry but every single person in the community that says that they want this game to grow but then sit there and they're toxic as shit you're being a fucking hypocrite how the fuck do you want this game to grow if you're pushing people out the fucking door Exactly. I think a lot of people don't care if it grows or not. They look at Fault as a filler game that they're going to play until something else comes out. So they don't really give a shit. I think there are people that do care and they're great people that I hopefully these new players got matched up with because there's a lot of really like really experienced, but also really kind and helpful people in the Fault community. And if they got lucky enough to get matched up with or against those people, then, you know, that's awesome. But for the most part, they got matched up with people yep. that just don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about fault. Um, they don't care if it's successful or not. They just care about their own egos. So, and I, I just want to say too, like people that are toxic like that, if they want to play the game that way, they're perfect. That's that's fine if you want to play the game that way. It's just, but if you want to grow the community, you can't be like that. But yeah, right. I mean, you paid you paid for the game just like I did. If you want to play the game that way, I I can't say anything because. I don't expect you to tell me to play the game that I, I want to play. So I'm not going to tell you not to be toxic if that's what you have fun with. But if you want the community to grow, if you want the game to grow, then you can't be like that during a free weekend with, with new players. Definitely. Stranger I, says I, discords are not professional space. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, a this is why trolling is okay. Okay. Question mark. Um, the SMS Discord is their Discord. I wouldn't say it's a professional space, but I mean it's their Discord. Like I, it is their I'm official gonna, Discord. Yeah, it's it's a, it's official in that re- regard. So when you're going to their Discord and you're asking legit questions and you're getting trolled by the community, you're not gonna want to go back and ask. You're not gonna want. You're just like I can go on and play other games that I don't have to ask questions about. I mean, I think it's important to the, make a distinction as to the trolling, right? Like if somebody asks a question like, hey, how do, how do I pull up the, the buying menu? And then somebody gives a troll answer, but then they're like, LOL, JK, it's I. Like it, it it's people are going to have fun. You feel me? Like it's OK to see like but the level of trolling that we're referring to is just straight BM. Like somebody is like, I, where do I how do I open up the item shop? Just uninstall kid. Like if you can't figure that out, you need yeah, to go that, play Minecraft. Trolling, that's just toxic. Yeah, that's toxic. So maybe maybe trolling isn't the problem. Yeah, say like somebody's like, how do I open up the item shop? And you say Alt F4. Alt F4. That's trolling. That's trolling. Yeah. So well, the, the the toxicity is unfortunately 
rampant with a lot of the people. As someone who used to play a, a lot and used to be halfway decent at it. I'm, I'm terrible now. But like three minutes into a game, someone said, I'm done. F you. Yeah. You're horrible. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm like, dude, it, we, we got triple ganked in the first minute and a half. It, it It's going to happen. Relax. Like when Windu and I were playing this weekend, we had to keep telling, we're like, we're just relax and play. And then yeah. a lot of those games, you come back and you win. <laughs> it's like, relax. You're yeah. not going to dominate from minute zero to 36 minutes until the game's over. The Very rarely is it a steamroll. Everybody has shit games. For sure. So the free weekend was 14.1. That was the patch, right? 14.2 wasn't out yet. Wasn't even leaked yet. Had no knew We knew nothing of it. All we know is if you go into Discord and you were to ask, hey, do we have any idea of when the optimization patch is happening? Even the person working on optimization, Aspada would tell you soon. Okay. So we knew soon. We just don't know when. Okay. Other people would start when new people would come in and say, hey, is there anything we can do about this optimization? They would come up and say, oh, patch 14.2 is already on the website. Go check it out. And they're telling them to go like, look at it. And it's like, that's got like, I mean, I knew it wasn't up. Like they don't just put the patch notes on 14.2 before they announce the patch. Like that's not happening. So, and it's like, what are you like? Why are we even doing this? Why are we telling new people to go to the website when and they're just going to go there? They're going to see that it's not there or they're not going to be able to find it. And you just set them on a wild goose chase for no reason. And then what's happening? Like, what was the point of that? What are you getting out of that? I'll be honest. It's just people that don't care. And as much as we would like to try to do something about it. The player base being so small. Like if you're complaining about the player base being small two weeks ago, and now you're doing this. I never said they were smart. I'm not saying they are either. I'm just saying like, come on. like. Oh man! But what what can strange matter do? What can they do about that's what I'm saying? Like, there's not much they can do. What all they can do is moderate well, after the fact. It's the only thing they really can. Well, that's where I think, and I, I'm like, forgive me. I'm I'm sorry for the mods that watched this, and, and you know, but like, I when I watched it, there was no mods that stepped in, and and and, and, and nixed that. It kept going. You know, but if you put a stop to that in Discord. I mean, all a mod can really do in that situation is just provide the correct answer. You feel me? Because you, you, you can not tell the person, you can tell the people, you're not saying you can, like, I'm not saying ban the person, but you can tell the person, especially when they're a, uh, uh, an original or not original, but like, a, 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 a they keep coming back. You know, they're always there. Whatever that word is, I'm trying to think of it right now. Like, if they're, a, you know, like a returning customer, a regular, day. yeah. Yeah, a regular. You know, you know they're there every day. You can tell the, hey, all right, come on, dude, cut it out. Um, you, you, you're never going to find a solution for that because there is no way to penalize misinformation because it, because it is very possible that somebody told them that and they believed it and they could easily just claim, I didn't know. I thought that was true. You feel me? Even right. if it was done on purpose or maybe not on purpose, who knows? Right. But that's so but that's there's, what I'm saying when, when the first time that misinformation came out and a mod instantly stops and say, Hey, this is not true. That's not out there. And then that person repeats it again. Now, you know, hey, you already told once. And then that, that's where you can, you can start. If it was taken care of from the beginning, you could start monitor, you know, going from there. Like, okay, hey, you've already put out misinformation multiple times. 
you know, whatever, 24 hour ban from, from discord or whatever. I don't care. Something had to be done. Either, even just putting out the correct information that wasn't being done at that time either. It took a while for that finally to happen as I watched it go by. Yeah, I, I don't disagree that the correction should have been maybe made easier in that example, but I mean, made quicker in that example, excuse me. But I think expecting such quick or like immediate responses out of a free moderation team is is rough you feel me like yeah. as long as it got corrected i don't know within 10 minutes maybe you know what i mean like anything reasonable like if somebody took a 15 minute break they came back read everything they missed corrected it like it got corrected you feel me but unless you have a paid moderation team that their job is to sit there and actively monitor the chat 24 7 and take turns doing it that's just gonna be rough I don't. I don't see them being able to answer questions that quickly. On a, on a normal day, I hundred percent agree with you. But uh, on this free to pay, free to play weekend, and we're trying to advertise this game, and you know you're going to get people coming in here asking questions. Hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? And they're trying to get actual information. I see what you're saying. Like all hands on deck sort of vibes. Yeah, like that. Something should be. You know, there should be something being done about that. Something should be always be monitoring that situation. I don't care if it was a dev. I don't. I don't care what it, who it was. It was somebody should be there, always paying attention to you know. Because what if it was a legit question? What if it was a legit issue? Hey, like we need to fix this. I, you know, I think that starts to fall more on the team rather than the volunteers. Then, right? Because definitely, it, it, the the mods, to my knowledge, the mods are all volunteers and they bust their ass. Like it's and they are non-paid. Yeah. Job. It, it's, a, it's a thankless job and they bust their ass. It's for a free to play weekend, and I'm with Bearded on this. The team should have been there. The paid staff should have been there to answer questions. It, or it, it should have been organized where there was waves of people. Nothing that it wasn't because they could have been overwhelmed. Because I can tell you from when. I was part of the team. How many DMs that you get? Could people just start DMing people to get answers? And right. your, your Discord's like, yeah. No, I get it. Like I said, I'm not really trying to like this. is This is more on the community trolling when they want it to grow. This is not on the the mods not stopping the trolling. This, you know, I'm just saying that's mm. something that could have helped that situation. The community itself needs to, if you want it to grow don't troll the don't troll the new people like the like seriously like that that's not gonna help in any any situation so think, like that's my biggest thing another thing that could have helped like whenever you do mmr there's a lot of knobs you can turn there there's a lot of adjustments you can make i think at least for the free weekend they they should have made it where account level was factored in a little bit into matchmaking so you didn't have i agree account level 300 people against account level 10 people i'm not saying that account level 300 is automatically going to be better than account level 10 right but for the most part they are you know well yeah it's just because they get the, this game isn't isn't a game that you can just come off the streets not know what a moba is and you can jump right into it and have fun right and we all know there's those people who just go through steam like oh what's free oh this game's free i'm gonna try it 
you know, and we could have had those people come in. They have no clue what a MOBA is. So they're coming in, they go against the count 300 person. Well, guess what that count 300 person does? He knows what this MOBA is and he knows how this MOBA works and he knows the objectives and the times and all that stuff that are happening, right? They might not be good, but they know what's, they know everything that's supposed to happen. The other person is still trying to figure out, they're still trying to figure out what button I got to push to buy an item. All right. They don't know that you got to right click to drag your active items over to these buttons. Yeah, even even knowing build order or the meta is huge yep. against somebody that's equal skill level. And that, that's, that's where it creates a lot of friction points there. When you have somebody 100%. that knows what they're doing with somebody that has no idea what they're doing. Yep. And that's when you get a lot of the toxicity starts to come into play. What, some of the best advice I've ever gotten, and I did it, I, I wish I, you know, the, the TikTok thing, it's like, oh, I was X years old when I figured out how to do this, was I I, I wish, I, I especially with this game, I don't think there's a reason for all chat. Just, they, they should have a, a button just to <laughs> press one button and it mutes out everything. And I do it with Valorant and my gaming experience is so much better. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 there's nothing that the pings can't do that I have to type up. If someone's being toxic, you know what I mean? I should be able to go to menu, I'll chat off. There's nothing, because when you, let's be honest, 90% of what's happening in all chat is, God, I wish my my guy would ward. Why is this guy warding? And everyone watching wards are free, freaking ward. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I can't, bro. I, I would, they, they would ward here. Oh God, you're so stupid. What are you doing? So I don't need to see that. So when you go into the tab and you mute an individual, you no longer see their messages. But you do have to hit tab and hit mute on every individual person. That's what I mean. That, that's a quality of life. One button done. Just it, it'd, button. Be, it'd be even cooler if they could have that setting just in the menu. Be like, hey, like just chat on or off. Yeah. So when you that's go in there right now, like with Overwatch, you can like literally load up main menu. And you can turn on your, uh, your voice chat. That's I, I'm one person. I know there's not not a lot of people who want this, but I want voice chat in game, right? Because when I solo queue, right, I want to <laughs> be able to have comms with the people I'm solo queuing with, right? Now, if that person becomes toxic or starts saying things that I don't want nothing to do, I can easily mute that person, right? That individual, whoever it is, right? But I want it. Or if I don't want it, if I'm literally just like, hey, I'm just chilling. I want nothing to do. I don't want to talk to anybody. I can go to menu. Turn voice chat off and go. Same thing with you could do with the menu. Hey, menu, chat off. Like, I don't want any chat at all. I'm just going to go in the game and play it. I don't remember. Was voice chat ever in Paragon? I don't think it was, right? No, it was never. No. Yeah. Just text. I <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want voice chat. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Sorry, Wendu. It, it, no, you're okay. I, I think you're voice good. chat for um, a. Uh, team-based game is a necessity. I agree with you on that. Some way to integrate it more. Um, some way to push it in because there's still tons of people who don't know what Discord is. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, you're assuming. Windu, how long did it take us to get that one guy in Discord over the weekend? Like, it literally... Oh, bro. Like, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Some people do not, like, they get flustered in the moment. Some people just don't necessarily notice what's right in front of them. Like I, I, we had a buddy that, you know, he was new to the game and everything. We're showing him the ropes and stuff. And it's like, all right, just type exclamation point discord in the chat. There's a link. Follow the instructions. Clicks it. 
hey man i don't know what i'm doing and in my server you claim a role he went through and claimed every single role and then you know he got access to everything by all means right like he, he figured it out somehow and then he jumped in the chat and it's like okay now you just have to click accept up top and then it's like he still hasn't moved he might not he might not get it if you just in case you didn't hear me click accept at the top of discord and he's like boop bro thank you so much for repeating that holy shit like he was like i totally lost i was like i got you bro say less but no that that's a great point and especially being mindful that a lot of people came from console bought a pc just to play games like this yeah so like the that's last the experience they have is smite pro i mean um not smite never mind go ahead continue yeah one thing i do like is uh that playstation is integrating with discord so even like as a I, I was a playstation guy until this game and this pc was built for this game so i'm all about being able to have those voice comms and be able to you know get on discord calls with other people and, and go from there like because when i was playing paragon i played on my playstation my roommates played on their pcs so we were able to co-op together but we literally our rooms were so close to each other like my door and then my roommate's door her was right next to me. And then my other roommate's door was just down the hall. So we'd leave our doors open and that would be our voice comms. <laughs> yeah, let each other across the house. Yeah, we would his voice comms. Yo, where's your warrant over there? He's rotating me. I hate you. Why'd you miss that stun? <laughs> oh, man. But it was now, fun. And I couldn't, I when we lost Paragon, like it, it sucked. I but here we are. So I'm I'm excited we got it back and I I, I want voice comms back. I know I'm a very minority in this situation, but give me voice comms. I'll see no problem with it as long as you can mute it. Yeah. You know, I I would have to like say that you guys nailed it right on the head, right? Most of the negative feedback that I got wasn't even performance oriented. Like even if people had drops or like uh, unlucky me most of the feedback i got was community problems and then when they brought it up the community then backfired even harder and it's like man get a thicker skin bro you ain't gonna live yeah. through life that way you feel me so yeah. almost every single negative comment that i heard had something to do with that there, but there were some optimization comments that i got especially in my youtube's people complaining about the optimization of the game but for the majority of the complaints were the the toxicity of the community go and read the steam reviews i i will bet you anyone money right now half the negative reviews are, are for the people who didn't play for hundreds of hours and leave a bad review the people who have played for you know that under the two hours or you see them like five six hours playing the most toxic community I've ever tried to play a game with is I'm trying to learn how to play the game. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, I just like, there's a lot of people who play games like the average gamer come works, comes home and plays game for an hour and a half to two hours a night. And I come home, I'm, I'm excited to play this game. And it, all you hear is you suck. You you I'm like, listen, if I want to go get shit on, I go talk to my wife. But you know, I, I I'm joking. Do not clip that. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it, it's but it's like you know, you come to play a game. A lot of people use it as a release. A lot of people use it to to hang out. Like I'll tell you this: there, there was two people in my wedding party that I met playing Team Fortress Classic. 
I'm a season ticket holder to the New York Giants from the guy that I used to rent servers from for Counter-Strike 1.5. Yes, I'm that old. But um, it, 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 it became one of my best friends because we got on and played every night together. I don't get on to get yelled at and called racist slurs and where people think it's clever to be a racist prick on the Internet. You know, right. that's not what I'm about. It's not. No, definitely not. No, but no, I, I mean, I got I got a lot of good reviews. Uh, I got a lot of the, you know, the comments say optimization needs to get worked on. You know, optimi- you know, optimization was a big deal. It, it was a big deal. I know a lot of people are trying are playing it off. Like it's not that big deal. It's a big deal. You know, um, it, it's like I literally I, I was playing one time and I'm like, you sit there playing and I'm holding W key. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Frame drops. And I'm holding W key. There's like, cause I know I'm trying to keep moving. I'm like, all right, I'm just waiting for it to, you know, waiting for it to come back. I had to let go of W key for it to finally smooth itself out. And like, okay, now we, now we know what we're going to do. And like, all right, here we are. And it's rough. team fights. Well, as soon as the team fight happens, I'm going from 59 frames to two frames. And like, I can't see anything. It's frozen. And then next thing you know, I'm at base. I'm like, sweet. Awesome. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Sorry. And it sucks. No, I I can only imagine. Like, you know, we, we've talked about it in the past. I was just one of the lucky ones that didn't really get affected like that. But I can only imagine just not even being able to fully play the game. Yeah. Which well, I would. Honey runs at 1440, right? He said he runs yeah. at 1440, drops it everything down to medium, and he doesn't notice the difference and he's not getting frame drops, right? Yep. I run a 1440. You said you had a friend, right? That was running uh Ryzen uh uh PC as well. So I'm running mm-hmm. Ryzen PC. So I dropped from 10 it dropped down from 1440 to 1080 and I dropped everything to low. And, and you I still were struggling. I noticed them less, but I'm still noticing them. And my game looks like ass in my opinion when it comes to what I know it can look like cuz I ran on uh, 13, on 1313, patch 1313, I was running everything on Epic. I was only getting 59 frames. I wasn't getting the 120 that I want to get, but I, you know, I, the, the game looked great. It, it looked very smooth. Yeah. So, like, I can't run. I like, it sucks. I, I will say. Comes, oh, go ahead, Mangus. The real problem comes when you compare, start comparing it to the, uh, to the competition. Because if you're not getting these same problems in Pred or Ethereal or Overprime, whenever whenever you're able to play those games, right? Yeah. Then why the fuck would you play Fault when you do have those problems? I will say, I mean, just comparing Fault to itself, as we mentioned earlier, that that's a even bigger one in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, if you were playing and had no problems, now you play and you have problems. Let's be mindful. There is still a recommended and minimum requirements on steam like it's not minimum requirements to turn on the game and you can't play like at least industry common is like a minimum requirements to get at least 30 frames right that's typically what it goes for and i don't know if the way that patch 14 came out if minimum requirements would be able to hit 30 frames you feel me so <laughs> when I dropped a two, it doesn't it doesn't come well, to three. Yeah, yeah. well what I'm saying is Hank here says that he's uh he runs everything never he oh uh, sorry I never got any drops uh run 120 constantly and I have everything on all on all on, on epic. 
you know, and I, there are people out there, you know, Windu, you said you didn't have any issues. Hanky doesn't have any issues. There are uh, a select few. I don't know if it's a majority or if a minority that are not having these issues. I know the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So there's a lot of people complaining about it. Are those the same people just continue complaining about it? And the majority of people aren't experiencing this issue or is it the minority of people aren't experiencing this issue and the majority are experiencing this issue? I mean, I, I think it's long as long as it's an issue that people can hop on the bandwagon bandwagon about it, regardless of how big or small it is, it's something that needs to be addressed, right? And at the end of the day, also, like I was mentioning, like as far as strange matter goes to, um, it's 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 almost an impossible situation to be in because it's impossible for them to know how it's going to run on every PC out there, right? But it's definitely not the best of looks whenever somebody in minimum requirements can't successfully play the game or if somebody at even better requirements, like it passed beyond the recommended requirements is struggling to play the game. So there's definitely probably something that they can't necessarily foresee, but it's not something that looks good. So like, what are they going right. to do about it? You know? And it's something they yeah. struggled with before, too. They struggled with it before. They fixed it in 13. Now it's back for 14. Yeah, so and both of the times that we've seen that actually worth mentioning was map related stuff. Like whenever yeah. they introduce a new version of a map or a new map or whatever it may be that looks better, there were performance issues. They adjusted those. They had to tone down the way that the map looked. But maybe maybe it's just you know like maybe they might maybe they need a new map guy that focuses on optimization you feel me maybe it's not about making it look as good as possible maybe it's about finding that perfect balance and just churning and burning you get me and like for example Espada has been doing a great job of doing you know all the optimization and everything but maybe it is one of those things that who knows there's always somebody out there that knows more than us right like there's youtubers out there that both me and mangoes could easily learn from you feel me so at the end of the day i think mm, y'all i can i hate you bro <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah like like you feel me maybe like reaching out to somebody that specializes in optimization whether it be getting some you know some advice from them you feel me like doing what they got to do to do it and who knows? Maybe they're already that's already in the works, right? right. Maybe they've yeah. already narrowed stuff down and it's stuff that they're ironing out. But it, re it really is one of those things that it's hard to sell a product that isn't consistent for everybody, you know? Yeah. That's why I was worried about the free weekend being during this time of optimization issues. But because of it being that base test and and it being uh not as advertised for i you know and, and seeing how it worked out and how things happened it it was it was a success in my opinion it wasn't a failure um you know yeah people did have issues you know and but i think i think i think we had a majority people enjoy the game than we did have people have issues with the game yeah. And worth mentioning, because I heard also some people say it's like, oh, 
they only reach this number of you know average players at one time peak and stuff like that i told people i was like hey like the weekend worked for what it was for and that's just to get a baseline as to drawing eyes without really posting anywhere other than social media you feel me like i alone had over 2200 individual twitch accounts stop by my stream over three days that's quite a bit of fucking people that's people that weren't stopping by the twitch page before i can tell you that much so at least the weekend did something and i know for a fact that was just only me during my hours who knows you know between all the different partners how many accounts actually got visited and if you know not in, in taking into consideration even non-partners that were streaming right so as far as generating graphic for as small of a test as it was i think they got pretty damn solid numbers yeah disagree i don't think the numbers were solid at all well um, elaborate they had 2950 people when you when you had to pay for the game in early access and only 440 people peak or 460 460 people peak when the game's free that that's not good there's no yeah but but for like well let me counter argue in early access they had six months of hype from the december alpha all the way till july so technically actually like six and a half roughly ish six six and a half months of people knowing this is the date that's coming out six and a half months of people spreading the word this day we're playing right here they had one week of social media posts and the real reason why people started flooding into the twitch page the loot drops got announced less than 24 hours before I mean, that's still a problem that's a no, that by, by problem is still a problem. Yeah, by all means, by all means, it should have been way better marketed. Like we we were talking about the fact, like, hey, the average person needs a minimum of two weeks to even request off work. How many people worked over the weekend and couldn't play, or how many people wanted to be there on Friday and start playing, or wanted to be there on Friday and start lurking and everything, but they got a shift that day because they had no idea, and it's too late. I can't I can't change my schedule the right. the week of right it's just not doable i mean we we talked about the whole timing of it like it i mean i and correct me if i'm wrong but i don't believe there was ever really a time put out and until their until their dev stream of really the time frame like nobody knew what time it actually started we had no idea when the patch would actually come out we went live in the in the partner panel and as we go live 30 seconds later patches out and we're like of course the patch comes out now <laughs> like we're here for like an hour and a half two hours we're like yo let's turn and burn we're trying to play bro come on <laughs> so it's i don't know I, I i like of course you know like people that know wouldn't know how to improve that down the road could have been miscommunication could have been maybe struggles with backends, like, you know, maybe with Twitch or something waiting for them to set up or maybe waiting on Steam with the files and stuff like that. Like, it's just stuff that we don't know. I so all we can do point. is speculate. But I, I literally think, again, like what you I agree with you in this regard, Windu. I don't believe that they I purposely believe 
I, I believe that they purposely didn't market this time or really strongly market this time because they wanted to get a baseline of really see where they're at, what's going on. And, and the, the where Mangoose's theory or Mangoose's uh, opinions really fall in, I think is the next free to play. That next free to play, if we're, if we're what we talked about last episode, but if these numbers aren't here, that's when we're going to start seeing issues. If we don't see you know, a good substantial amount of growth, that's when we're going to see the issues. And I think we need to, now we got the baseline, that's out of the way, now we need to go. We need to put the pedal to the metal and we got to actually do this thing. It's got to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how, let's say like an event that's both well-known and marketed at least a month in advance, how would that perform as compared to this weekend? Right. Hope is better. Same. Because what I will say, as far as as far as a Twitch streamer goes, I had about the same results this weekend. Yep. In three days than I did during their Christmas event. That was an entire week and around all the hypes of new characters getting added consistently and stuff like that. I was actually shocked that I had similar numbers in three days compared to a full week back then. I was expecting much less compared to back then. You know why why we even got what happened? Those dates, those dates. Do you know those dates? Uh oof. the exact date? No, I, I think it was from the twenty fifth. No, no, the twenty fourth all the way to like the first or something like that. It, it was like a full week. Of the if going from Richter to Morgash, the, the event, but but yeah, like in, in general, I know that I personally had very similar numbers in a shorter well, time span. Translate into players. Well, I I know that some did. I guess the percentage is what we could argue here. Like, I mean, not a substantial amount translated to players. Yeah, you feel me? So then. I just wish they had some sort of poll in that case. Like, if it didn't translate to players, why? What did you guys think? What did you like? What didn't you like? You get me? Yeah. Like, it's it's all he said, she said, when they literally just don't have data to analyze. And the only data they have to analyze are numbers on Twitch. So, like, for example, it's a great baseline. But, for example, if... 2,000 eyes came in for like in my example, right? Like on my case, if 2,000 different eyes saw my stream, what was the reason that 2,000, that we don't have 2,000 average players on a daily basis? Like what, exactly. like they need to find out that information. I'm, I strongly believe questionnaires, polls would be great information. Like sure, it might suck having to sift through all that information. It might suck having to collect all that data and read through it. And as it continues, like somebody has to dedicate time to it. Yeah, it's rough, but I they need as much data as possible. Like, how do you know what your demographic truly is if you're not trying to get all these pinpoints? Because at the end of the day, what demographic are they going for? MOBA players? That's a huge fucking market. Like you imagine making paying for an ad that targets MOBA players in general or League of Legends players in general? 
that's still a huge fucking market. The chances of success there aren't as good as having a more targeted audience. Like what age group are, are you targeting? You feel me? Like all that stuff. Do they know? I just, it's, it's very concerning for me. Like I was talking about what's the, let me see if I can find it again. Platypus just said in the chat, not going into detail, but everything that Windu is saying, we're doing. But hey man, stop reading my mind, first of all. Go ahead. Upload on YouTube, <laughs> fault, fault Free Weekend, 31,000 views. How did that not translate into players for a free game? Do you remember what the number was the first time we looked at it? 21,000. It was at 21 the first time? So that was before the patch dropped. It was at 21,000. And then after the fact, it was at 31 or th yeah, what, 31 right now. It's at 31, 31. So, I mean, that's interesting that in a week they got another 10,000, whether it was the days of or after. Yeah. But who gives a fuck about those numbers if they're not translating into players? That's what I'm saying. I don't care about Twitch views. I don't care about the YouTube views. What I care about is that those views aren't translating into players. That's a huge problem. Well, yeah, I, I would say that's more of a call to action problem. You know what I mean? Because I, I know we all know realistically that not 100% is ever going to convert, right? That's like every time a YouTube says, hey, leave a comment down below. 100,000 views, 1,000 right, right, right. comments, right? But so it's, so it's more of a call to action issue. But I, I do. I, I still think that's going to come down to target audience, man. Like, like the hashtags that they used, your description and stuff like that. Like, we know everything that you put into a YouTube video affects who it goes to. Could it simply be that those YouTube videos are being shown to the wrong demographic? The people that are not likely to click and follow the link. Search engine optimization plays into all that shit. We, we all know that views don't equal follows. Views don't equal subscribers. Views don't equal actual engagement and uh, yeah go ahead how do how do the the viewers uh for the twitch drop weekend how do those not relate to games or ga like people playing the game because you can't actually you can't actually claim the loot unless you actually are going to play the game well but that's if they were there for the loot specifically Correct. Impressions are cheap. The guy. I'm telling you right now, the numbers I got this last weekend were uh, that's because they were there for the loot. All right, I don't get those numbers just because I streamed the game. I'm telling like that's that's I'm saying like the, the increase we saw because of a loot drop like that. You take me any other weekend that I played the game, I'm not getting those numbers because now there's a loot because there's a Twitch drop. Those numbers are increased. Those are increased because you can only play the game. You you can only get those loot if you actually played the game. So I did have people that I actively engaged for the loot drop. That was their like that was their real in. Like it's like, hey, I've been waiting, I've been needing a reason to try fault again. They're having a loot drop. Let me get some spicy shit. And then all they got were ward marks, matter, and then they're like, man, you know what? Fuck that. Why did I even try? After the second or third box, they're like, man, what's my password for Minecraft? Holy shit, I forgot. Cause legit, I, I actually had people DMing me even on my Instagram and shit. And it's like, bro, I'm gonna not gonna lie. I was disappointed with the rewards that I got. 
And I was like, reverse. and I was like, I was like, what'd you get? In reverse. I had people in my, my chat. I had people in my chat like, oh man, I got this skin or, or I was able to get enough to get this skin or, or, you know, I actually got the Astro Gideon skin, you know, like I had people in my chat telling me how they, they actually have won the skin. So it, I, it was literally, I had one person, I had one person tell me they got that, the Astro Gideon, any skin, the Astro Gideon, one person told me, everybody else told me that they got marks or matter. And what I think the bigger issue is, if it was a player that isn't currently active, they didn't get enough skin marks to buy a, a low tier skin. They got just a little bit short and they have to grind a little bit more. You feel me? Off of a box. Mm -hmm. If they got two boxes of skin marks, yeah, they probably got enough to actually get a skin, right? But I think it was more of a perception thing. The fact that people open a box and they're like, hey, four skin marks. How much does a skin cost? Five, eight, twelve. I can't. What the fuck? You want me to spend another three hours at a chance of a maybe? I that, that's I a perception thought, that I got from people. We we talked about this um, on your guys' streams. I I think the Twitch drops is a great idea. I think they should be running it continually. With those, I thought it was way too many hours for for a three day weekend. And I understand you're like, oh, I want people in there. But kind of going like what Mangoose was saying, we're like, oh, the numbers don't mean that much. Because if someone's just turning on three computers and going to bed and the stream center, they're not interacting with your stream. They're there to get the free whatever they can get because it's free. And yeah, it's you know, it's, it's literally an impression. Twitch Prime. I go to my Twitch Prime and I'm like, yep, I'll claim that. I'll claim that. I claim. I have not played Smite since Paragon died that weekend. <laughs> you know how much free Smite shit I have because of my Twitch Prime? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good point. But it's I think it was a great idea. I thought that they put it a little too wide, long, right? Like you had, what, 72 hours? It could have went up at 8 p.m. on Friday. So you had 24, 48 um, and then another 12, essentially, right? Or 16. So you had to watch, thir or what was it, 21 hours or 20 hours? They potentially get all the drops for potential to get a skin. I like the idea. I thought like one of the drops, you should guarantee to get at least enough of the um, the hero marks to get a free skin. Make it a tier one, right? Who cares? It's a free skin. Give it to them. Here you go. Give people a reason to go in and load in because you know what's going to happen when they get the free skin. They're most likely going to go play that game and at least try out that skin. And a way they could do that as well <laughs> is in the description of like, because they gave us a, a link, us partners, they gave us a link that we could put it, you know, put out there to if, hey, how do I, how does this work, right? You just drop the link, go to this link, and it explains how to, how it works, right? In that, with what you're saying, honey, you give enough for a T, for a, you know, enough marks for a T1 skin in there say here here's five hero marks or whatever it is five hero marks and this this will get you a t1 skin right or or they give you or here's x amount of matter this will give you uh this will give you all oh, halfway to get you halfway to a t1 skin or whatever you know uh, so worth mentioning real quick because platy's already typed it twice i'm just gonna bring it up on uh, of course like now let me just interject before he types it a third time like, I feel like he's going to copy paste at this point. So he is mentioning the to clarify that depending on the tier of the box that you actually received, you actually would get enough matter or marks depending on that tier to be able to get a skin. So like a T1 box gave you enough matter for a T1 skin. Okay. So 
I, and if that's the case, I'm a okay with that. I do I wish that, that I do wish that that would have been in that page of the description or like stated right. somewhere, even like because assuming that people are gonna understand is holy shit. We just had the the conversation about the joining the Discord, right? So <laughs> it it is one of those things that I wish that would have been a little bit more clear because I partners didn't even know that was the case. No, that's I didn't not know when I played the whole weekend. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're not. It's not true. They're giving literally. We made a joke about this. It's four skin marks, right? Yeah. Skin is five. Skin is five marks, right? If I remember correctly, it's not four. Is the so what? Platy's saying is that T1 skins are four. Um, like, do can can we pull out the game I, and confirm it? I I won't be able to tell you. I have all the skins. I need somebody who doesn't have the skins to be able to show me this. But I thought everything was uh, the bottom tier was five. I thought that. Yeah, and then I'll gave up and see what I got, but I don't think I got you. that anymore. So it, but um, it, what, what Stranger and Odo are mentioning in the chat, like it, it, that, really is one of those things that I personally wish that I would have been told, and that I would I would have known. Like I found out what each tier was giving you from the same link that everybody else found out. So what everybody else read is what I read. I would I did not know that, to be honest. But I and and we're clarifying right now. We have different people going into the game and checking and everything. But at least as far as I was concerned, four okay. skin marks did right. not was not able to give so you the, a skin. The Richter, Can you confirm? The bronze Richter is four yeah. skin marks. Okay. Are you saying skin right. or skid? No skin. Skin. Are you able to check? No. I, I'm just. Are you able to check other I'm ones? Saying four skin. I can't with you, bro. Windu knows all I'm about that. Like, what do you want? Like the Astro Guinea skin is 12. <laughs> Astro Guinea skin is 12 uh, skin marks. Uh, the Kitty Phase is 8. Um, the Gunmetal Grux is 15. Okay. Well, the tier the tier 3, I, I don't mind them not giving out tier 3s. I, I just... No, but I mean, but that, yeah. but if you, if you, if you watched long enough, you got enough for a tier two okay so officially you did at it's even really even if you got only four skin marks you got a chance to get a skin that's what it's what's important to know right right but uh, what a, a different conversation that is worth mentioning is what Huddy talked about like i didn't actually notice the time frame until you just mentioned it right now because i know you mentioned 24 21 hours beforehand right and i was like whatever i just brushed you off quite frankly but my bad play. <laughs> but my bad. <laughs> but twenty one hours over a weekend, like we're honestly expecting somebody to be in our stream an average of seven hours a day, and eight lead to engagement. That's rough. Like as some as some as yeah, and as somebody that's been doing Twitch for a while, I can tell you the average person stays on a Twitch stream somewhere about fifteen to twenty minutes. If you get them chatting, yeah, they'll stay longer. But a single viewer doesn't normally stay that long. So for to get somebody to stay for seven hours, that's and then any partner will tell you this. That's why the majority of those views that came through were lurkers. If somebody is lurking on your stream, they're not actively engaging in the community. If there is no call to action, if there's no actively no no if people aren't actively engaging, how do you expect them to actively get into the game? And again, that's if they weren't deterred after their T1 prize. 
Because imagine waiting three hours and you get like, I don't know, what's the amount? Like two, three thousand matter? I don't remember the amount, quite frankly. But imagine you wait three hours, you get some matter. How many people do you think actually wait, stayed for the second hour? How many people do you think stayed 12 hours and didn't realize that they had to claim a box before they could continue? How do you raise his hand? Ah, I, bro, it's the only one. It's the only Twitch drop that I've been a part of where I had to claim it to get to next tier before it auto charged into the next one. The only one I've ever been. Do you, like I watched the uh, Valorant Championship. Or that's World Championship. actually a good thing, though. In my opinion, as the streamer, right, as the person doing this, that's a good thing. That's because that makes you have to stay active. I, again, I, I guess, it, what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to get, I don't know. It's, if I see someone that has 50 viewers and no one's ever talking because they're all lurking, it doesn't engage me because you, you're there to bring new people in, to engage, to create conversations. Like what's going on in chat now, people are having full conversations talking about it. Engagement, right. getting people involved is going to do it. Having people just lurk and then come back every three hours they hit claim. I thought it was too much. I thought it should have been cut by 50%. To they, they give, they give it away and and make it 12 hours. Like, I, and I understand you had a chance to win a $20 skin, the, the Gideon skin or whatever. I don't know what it costs. I just, I'm, I'm like, shut up and take my money type person when it comes to these games. But it, it's, um, you so, have to make it worth someone's while to go in and interact. And I guarantee you, I will put money on it. If they cut it down and they made it so it wasn't so long to get anything, you would have people that were more involved in it. Um, like how? how, because it, let's say the first drop was an hour of watching, right? You're watching for an hour. You might hang out and talk for an hour. Cause you're like, Oh, it's only an hour. Let, let's find out what's going on. You made it three hours before you got the first single drop. I love now, you, honey, but you're just sounding straight hypocritical right here. No, you listen, literally, you literally just said people are just going to lurk because they, they, it's, it's too long at three hours. They're just going to lurk. They're going to do the same thing, even if it's just an hour. They all they want the free stuff. They don't care. They're going to so come back. So the fact back. that they're making the have to claim is you're forcing them to have to come back. I'm saying if you made it, if you're forcing people to claim and you made it an hour, more people are going to come back more often to check what's going on to claim and have a higher likely, a higher chance of communicating than going back. It's. I thought it just made it so long that it it, it was just like, well, if I get it, I get it. I mean, I, I literally tried to support you guys as much as I could, and I was only able to get up to tier three and because I was gone over the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was nine hours of having it up. Um, it's I, If it was shorter, people will be in longer. They'll be checking their streams more often. They have a high, higher likely chance to communicate because they have to be there. If it's three hours, I can go to the fucking, excuse me, uh, I can go to the movies. You can swear. And come back. I know. I, I still try not to cuss. Okay. And come back. But that's me. Yeah, Hanky, it was it was four hours after you claimed the first three-hour one. So it was seven hours before you got that next one. Bro, right. I can't even work for seven hours and pay attention. That's I can't with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I, I will say, though, it's nice to see a free weekend and a loot drop weekend right i will say personally i much rather have those events be separated into separate weekends 
because if there's a free weekend, I want the community also kind of focused on the free weekend, being in there with players, getting the matches going, etc. You feel me? Like, I don't want to distract the community, pay attention on Twitch or pay attention to our game. I much rather have had like, hey, we're having a free weekend event. Cool. Let's focus on welcoming the community. We're having a loot drop event the next weekend. Bad. Let's focus on boosting our Twitch community in that in that aspect. I think now. That's the way to do it, though. You do the free weekend first. Get people come in. You know, they get you get them hooked, right? They played it. Man, I, I really enjoyed that game. Oh, it's not free anymore. Okay, let me buy it, right? So because I they want to continue playing it, and then oh shit, there's a loot drop for this. Let's go! I'll you know I'm gonna hang out next to for this weekend. I'll you know I you know and they'll do. I think that's the way to do it. You get them hooked into the game. They start playing it, and there's a loot drop. Here you go. Here's a loot drop weekend, and then be more active around the the their you know community in that situation as well. Yeah, and that way you wouldn't have just one weekend. It'd be like yo. You could do that shit every two weeks, free weekend, loot drop weekend, alternating, alternating biweekly. And then from there, you have two monthly events that, quite frankly, don't take that much to coordinate. And if it's a consistent like thing, then people can know it's like, hey, there's another like the free weekend just ended. There's another free weekend X amount of weeks from now. We can start telling people about it. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Where is this worth mentioning? I just I hope the numbers rise because that's it's very concerning to me because either a people saw that it was free and then did just didn't give a fuck enough to play it or B they saw it was free played it for just like a little bit and then decided it wasn't for them and moved on either way the amount of impressions they got did not equal the amount of average players yeah the conversion rate was not good it was not good at all I I have I had people in the Twitch chat literally come by like on Monday, like 2 p.m. And they were like, yo, I just got home to play, but it's already like the free weekend is over. And I'm like, yep, the free weekend's over. The only way that you can play right now is purchase the game, buy into the early access, or you have a choice of waiting for a future free weekend or waiting till it's free to play. But join us if you want. Quite frankly, we're having a blast, bro. You were having a blast yesterday. Come play with us, bro. It's only 10 bucks. But there was a lot of people that just didn't, didn't, didn't buy it. They were like, yo, it's still 10 bucks. If I know it's going to be free, why buy? And just not, and not everybody understands the mindset of supporting early. I think the free weekend helps sell a lot of people, but it's down the road for them. Right. For sure. What happened? I feel like Molo's attacking me. <laughs> and I love you, Molo, but quit attacking me. Um, we didn't get that information until like the announcement for Twitch drops happened. Like it, it was not, we didn't, we, we knew about it pretty much when you guys do about it. So we, it's hard for us to be able to know information about the Twitch drops and then go from there. And then also be, you know, also be live at the same time of what is going on. Yeah. I mean, Bearded brings up and the, you know, just the facts and the point, right? Like, what partners read is what the rest of the community read. A simple post, right? And that's us assuming that partners got a chance to see that post. Because as Huddy mentioned earlier, the reason why you bring up an event multiple times throughout the week is because on Monday at 10 a.m., 
I can put a post, a thousand people might see it, but a thousand might not. And now once the interaction on that post dies, which is normal in social media, guess what? By Wednesday, that post is non-existent. Now on Wednesday, I have to post again, maybe a continuation, get the engagement. That way, that's why engagement, engagement matters so much in posts like that, because you want that post to stay alive as much as possible. And it is very possible that that one post that they made was not seen by community members as well as partners. At the end of the day, it comes down to communication between strange matters in the community and between strange matter and the partners. And it, it really is one of those things to talk about that those details, quite frankly, partners did not know about until the day of. Partners didn't even know what time the patch was coming out. And it's not trying to dig at us that, you know, throw jabs at SMS, but you guys need to understand that the partners are not the ones that are responsible to communicate the, the information to the community, right? Like the as strange matters has to communicate that information to the community, including the partners. If there is any miscommunication between those, the partners are not to fucking blame. Nice. Like, like, for example, me sitting there and seeing that a T1 gives you four skin marks. How am I supposed to know that you can buy a skin with that? I'm a partner. I own every skin in the game as soon as it gets released. I haven't seen a price for a skin in like over in like two years. It wasn't until 14 that they, they put those price. Like, Cause now the 14, you can actually go see what the prices are and what they, you can see what the, the, uh, gold prices you can see what the matter price is you can see what the marks price is right and it, it before 14 you couldn't see those numbers because i i would have people come ask me hey how much does it cost for a skin i'm like i i don't i don't know i haven't had to buy a skin and i don't know how long, you know so i was been a partner in october you know uh you know so i'm like i don't know haven't bought a skin couldn't tell you right and I, I would go look, I'm like, well, there's no way to look at it. And now those numbers show up in 14. So that's actually a huge quality of life, in my opinion. So now I can let my community know. It is nice. Here you that's go. a very good change. Even if you've already paid for it, it still shows up. That's a very well, good quality of life change. A whisper or in a, in a DM message and I'll post whatever link you're trying to post. Sorry, bud. But yeah, it's... um. There, there's definitely room for improvement, right? And we know that this was just a an initial weekend event and such, right? But at the end of the day, it's it's just about refining the process. And and I think the question in everybody's mind is, will how long will strange matters take to refine a process that is never like is, is always ever evolving? You get me? Because people want them to refine it and have it a hundred percent. But realistically, right. it's not something that can ever just be 100%. You can take safeguards, you can take precautions. That's about as best that you can do because shit might happen, right? But right. at the end of the day, where when is Strange Matters, at least in public perception, going to find that happy balance? Because I think the problem, one of the bigger problems right now is the fact that people aren't expecting a happy balance out of Strange Matter. People look at Strange Matter and they expect that perfection. And, you know, to each its own, understandable. But how does Strange Matter combat that? 
Can can we like bring up like the other two clones that are coming up? Like, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is look at um, um, Overprime, right? When they got bought out, they've been quiet for almost a year, and you can't play the game right now, right? Like you have to until they re-release it. And then predecessor tried to do the the launch this July. Was it July? June? No, they they did a the stress test. Stress test. Stress test. In July, yeah. I'm sorry, stress test. And they couldn't even get it up and running because they didn't have the back end done. So it's and they could have it now, but it's just like the thing is, like that's happening behind closed doors. You're experiencing it with strange matters. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? And you don't have to buy into it right now to do it. You can wait. And I think what people don't realize is when those games come out, I guarantee you they're going to have issues, too. Right now, it's new, shiny. The grass is greener, right? Is there right. anything else? And I think all three of them have a chance to do extremely well mm-hmm. in their own regards. I truly, honestly believe that, that they all three of them can do extremely well. Like, I don't think any of, them will, any of the three will blow up and compete with any of the, the big dogs, but I think they will do well for what they're out there for. But it's like you... Like, again, um, not Overprime, uh, Predecessor, they tried to launch it and they couldn't get the matchmaking. You couldn't even get in. And they, they were scaling up the servers. Like, the back end is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the internet dying when Strange Matters released their game uh, two years ago or a year, however long it was ago. About a year and a half. The whole East Coast dying. You've been able to get into the game. Might not be get a match because of player base right now, but you can always get into the game. So I, I think that's something that people have to realize too. Like game developer and how they're doing it goes into a different path. Like SMS is a small studio and it's freaking expensive to hire these people. They didn't get they didn't they started coming out, they were the first out, and you're going through, and as they improve. Like I, I, I dare someone to go. I think Windu has. A, I know Mangoose has old footage from a long time ago as well on both their YouTubes. Look where the game was a year ago. And look where it is now. Right. It's come a long way. You've been playing has. it that whole time. When the other studios, they're like, here, here's an engine. Like, like the the new predecessor video that showed up. That's engine footage. SMS can do the same thing and make it look very beautiful too. In engine footage. That, there's a difference between engine footage and gameplay footage. A lot of people don't realize that. Now, if I'm wrong and that's gameplay footage, awesome. It looks good. How's it going to look when all abilities and stuff are going off? I hope it's great because I want to play it. I like. Right. I, I liked the predecessor when I played it. I thought it, it ran good. I just wanted it to be deeper, and everything they're releasing shows it's going to be deeper. So I played a lot different than Fall. <laughs> so I think it's important to also mention, and this is something that Mangoose has mentioned in the past, and then Laddie kind of mentioned it, but as far as their side, right? Just because they're not public does not guarantee, like th- every game runs into issues, but it doesn't guarantee the scale of a problem. It doesn't guarantee that the public perception is, is going to be received the same way also. Because... Straight like for example, Strange Matters, like Platy stating in the chat, Platy they've been here. Tw- job here. They've been here twenty four seven, available for everybody, good or worse, no matter what, nonstop. There's problems. They work on changing them. They update them, etc. Right. So people have 
a very, very different perception of strange matter. Almost that perception of, hey, even though this game is still in early access, they treat it as a fully released game. Because in their eyes, they have it, it's released. That's not yeah. the way development cycles work. But at the end of the day, when you compare to other projects, it's very possible that a different project might come out of the door swinging harder than Paul came up swinging out of the door. Like at this point, it, it's all plausible deniability, right? Like you could say this, I could say that. We just won't know until we get there. So I don't want to sit here and assume that they're going to have problems. I don't want to sit here and assume that they're not going to have problems. It's literally just going to come down to how much work did you put in? How efficiently did you test it? The end result, right? What I do know is that at least as far as strange matters, like we mentioned, the fact that they have been, how do I word this? The fact that over the past two years, roughly, they have found out what it's like to be a, an actual live service company. I think that is the biggest lesson that they, it's an ongoing thing for them. Not whether they can fix a bug, not whether, you know, they can add a skin, not whether they can add a character, because it's much, much easier to do stuff when it, there's less pressure, right? Right. We could go back as far as like high school and shit for everybody. If you knew that that's some shit doesn't have to be turned in until two weeks ago, man, whatever. I might do one page today. I'll do another page tomorrow. I'll be all right. It'll get done. It'll get done by the deadline. I promise. But whenever you're like in argument's sake in a live service, you're late. You have to give the work as quick as possible. It's like, hey, man, there's a problem. This shit should have been solved yesterday. That's the way that people see it. The perception changes. So I give Strange Matter kudos for going through the ringer, still being there and still encouraging individuals that they are here for the long run, as they said in the thank you post. That's why I love shit like that. Like, they're like, hey, this shit is not easy, but we're here for the long haul. I love that. Right. We okay. can't speculate too much about these other companies until they get in the field and we see what they are like on a day to day basis. They might blow yeah. They might blow us out of the water. There might be issues oh, it, it, game know. development. It happens. No company's perfect. I don't know if it was. I, I think it was explained on for the minions. Mangu said it uh, and it was it was perfectly said it. With Fault, we've had time for our rose-colored glasses to fade. With the other games, we've yet to have that time. Like, we, it literally is. The last time we played it, it was smooth. It was great. But we didn't play it enough to experience those bugs. Pappy is a perfect example in this situation. Pappy, not that he's a one-trick, because he can play other characters, but Pappy loves Richter, right? He's played Richter so much, right? He's got a, before Fault, before Patch 14, he had over 1K games, right? He knows Crazy. all of the bugs and the ins and outs on Richter, right? So he, every time he sees that bug, it is just a nuisance to him, right? I play Richter. I don't know what the fuck bug he's talking about because sure. I don't, I'm like, huh? What do you mean? Like, it worked fine for me, at least all, as far as I can tell. I don't know what you're talking about, right? I still have the rose colored glasses for Richter. Pappy doesn't anymore, right? He sees that. It's that same situation for these Perception. other games. Like, we are able to play that game. Oh my God, that was amazing. But you didn't play it enough to notice that this was actually working this way or this was doing that, 
or if you do this, you can, or you can find things. You know, Goose was able to find a, a bug with with uh, Gideon with fourteen. You know, you back up to a wall, you throw a freaking uh, a portal. Next thing you know, you're off the map. Okay, I'm sorry. I I don't blame the testers for that situation because I'm not backing up to a wall and throwing a portal. I don't know. Mm, I, I never thought about it, but okay. I 100% blame the testers because it's not just and that's fine. I'm that just, takes you off me. the map. It's anytime you back up against the wall and throw a portal, the portal exit goes behind you. That should have been caught before 14 was released. I just don't know when, how often you're backing to a wall, though. Like, I, I don't think I've really. How, many, how often are you getting chased and you're trying to throw a rock or something? You hit a wall and you try and portal forward. It, it does. See, I don't play Gideon, so I don't I, know. That's what I'm saying. I don't it, know. It that. happens a good amount. I mean, it's yeah. is it okay? I will say I think that's a bigger issue of the type of testers. Because, for example, let's just say mention pathing, right? I can easily see a newer player back up into a wall while trying to portal out, right? I can easily see an experienced player knowing exactly where they are on the map and what direction they're moving in. And, you know, they're not trying to run into the wall. They're trying, they're literally backpedaling or they're running in a straight line because they know backpedaling doesn't work. Like, you get what I'm saying? So maybe they need more inexperienced players, but are good testers. You get what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of stuff that the average community member might run into that uh, one of the testers might never come across because they never thought to do that because their mindset is just different from the casual gamer. You got what does that, does that make sense when I say stuff like that? Yeah, maybe it's just broadening the testing pool so, so you can actually gather more data from different mindsets, not necessarily just only having testers that are good at the game. This, you feel me? Yeah, so maybe, maybe it could be along those lines, but I but I don't disagree with Mangus as well. Like there are certain things that should have been at least noticed and tested, right? Oh, no, and, and then it's a judgment call whether you proceed while that issue is there or not. Right. But I, I, but my, my point with that still is, is yeah, Mangus found that, right? But like you could easily, I mean, let's say that same bug is on predecessor right but we've only played it for a weekend we haven't like there hasn't been enough time for a lot of people to find that bug right or in that regards or whatever that's what i'm saying like there's a, that's just all i was trying to get with that situation was that the the stress test that we had or the alphas that we've been able to play with with these other games just hasn't been enough for the to really wear on those rose colored glasses and we've had like it literally you don't have rose colored glasses anymore with fault because you know what you're getting Oh, empty well, just brought up a grace play loop because right, of how long they've been out. Like people complain about the balance and all that. It's actually pretty well balanced. It's definitely better balanced than the the predecessor tests have been. Um, it's definitely There's, better better balanced than Ethereal was, but because they've been out for so long and they've had a chance to balance and all all that. So that's about as yeah, it's about as balanced as a mobile will be. Form. Yeah, yeah, you're never going to have perfect balance in a mobile. I don't think people actually want I, as much yeah, as they, they don't want say it. that they, you, you want they it don't actually it. want it. You want to change it, so it yeah. changes the meta. You know, if exactly. You, if exactly. you literally have perfect balance, you're going to have the same meta con constantly. That's yeah, like the, the big thing that Fault definitely has going for them. But you know, on the on the flip side of that too, they they've been working on the game and had it in the community's hands for two years now. But I I mean, when I played Predecessor, when it when it was 
playable when I could play it, it felt better to me than Fault, and that shouldn't be the case. Fault should feel way better than Predecessor right now because they've had this time to work on it. I guess it depends on priorities too, right? Well, well, let me highlight on that too. Like, again, as far as perception goes, because like we literally, if we want to sit here and nickel and dime, both Mangus and I were there in the first Fault Alpha playtest that, you know, was, had a decent issue and stuff like that. Like we were there a full, correct me if I'm wrong, Mangus, a full March five. 2018. Okay, so March 2018. Thank you. So we were there a full six months before we even found out that Strange Matters existed. Mm -hmm. So and then that day where they were actually testing, they were working on Predecessor for almost a, like at about nine to ten months, maybe around that range before that playtest even happened. So if we want to sit here and nickel and dime, the argument could be made. Maybe it did feel better because they've been working on it longer. Yeah, and that and that, that is a and that's a perception thing. Who gives a shit how long they've been working on it? If one game feels better than the other, then people are going to play the game that feels better. No, I mean, no, I I completely understand that. You at the end at the end of the day, just because you've been working on it longer doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be the best one, right? The way that I feel, and this is just me. Like I'm not a tester. I do I know nothing of it. And you guys have been following it, doing the YouTube videos on these these situations even longer than I have. So this is just my outside looking in perception right i feel that predecessor approached from one angle and fault approached from another angle predecessor wanted the game to look and feel great fault wanted the game to play the way like it wanted to be it was focused more on the objectives and the how a mobile plays than they were working with the fault the the feel and the the look of it and but they're but now predecessors working on getting you know the, the whole like predecessor like the whole when you first played that like that that the ttk was insane like you literally was like you it was just death ball meta insane like right mm -hmm. away from the beginning right and so now they're working on getting they bring the ttk down they're working on bringing more of the mechanics the game mechanics to how the game actually plays and now fault here you are look at 14 we're looking at trying to make the game look better we're trying to make it feel smoother you know with the whole animations and all that it's almost like they they literally approach it from two different angles and now they're trying to get to that same spot that's the way my perception outside looking in how i feel that they approached it yeah pred is definitely behind on balance that's why i was saying that that's false check mark like that's false big pro is right. that they have had time to work out the game loop the game's last and as long as they as they should like as personally i think the the game time is really good um rotation times are great i mm -hmm. they've they've had time to develop all that stuff and balance all their heroes and balance the game and they have a good game loop yeah. but um they just like you said that they, they don't they didn't the gameplay doesn't feel as good as predecessor did to me right i will say though i, I want to sorry i want to focus on what mango said because at the end of the day he is right us as gamers we're all ignorant to a T because we don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, we don't give a fuck how long Hunt Showdown has been out. We don't give a fuck how long, uh, you know, Battlefield, the new Battlefield has been out. At the end of the day, it comes down to our experience, what we prefer. So to try and turn it into a constructive criticism, how can strange matters 
how can Strange Matter Studio help bridge that gap? How can they help convert somebody that has that opinion of, hey, it's not for me? How can they turn that into a positive and be like, hey, maybe this is for me? Because it's, it's easy to sit here and bag and bag on decisions, right? But it's not easy to sit here and, and come up with actual solutions. So what 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 could what could they do? I get it so it's a solid 60 frames for an average rig. That might be a big thing that's going to make it feel really good for a lot of people. I mean, we talked about it before. Right. Um, a lot of, what was it, 70% of Paragon's player base was console, which played on 30 frames, but it was a solid 30 frames. Get a solid frame rate. Even if you take it out of the hands of the community and lock it to make it look cleaner, might not be a bad thing. So it's for me, it's optimization. The bugs are going to be there. They're going to be there in every single game with every yeah. single. They're all small studios. Bugs suck, but it's going to be there. So that that's all three are going to have that. So we eliminate right. that, right? Right. It's get it optimized. Be able to connect to the game. Get into the game, right? Be, um, and not having to wait 15 hours for a player base. But that that's going to be a battle that they all with. But again, I think fault's big step is get the polish and optimization in soon they do that i think they'll it'll be it will catapult them i think that's what, what what's hurting it right now yeah I, the game two years later still looks early access right and mangoose's point yeah i was telling everybody that i that i could to, to play fall back in november back in right, like september no, like october november because the game felt great I was having zero optimization issues. That 13 was awesome. Like at the end, and then this patch comes out, and like the optimization isn't great. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, right. I feel bad for telling people to play it when they, and then they come in and they're only getting like 10, 20 FPS. And then on top of that, they're getting shit on by the community for not That's knowing rough. what they're doing. That's a rough it's situation like, to be in, especially when you recommended them to go into the environment. Yeah, exactly. Right. The fault team, the SMS is, is working uh, on it for sure. You can see it. It, it, it. It's hard to see it because we're in the game, right? And you, you, if you, you got, you got to take a step back, step back and see what they've done, right? If you go back to to when when Mangus first left because the game fell like shit to him, right? And now you bring in thirteen and you bring in the the ability queue and how you're able to, you know pretty much spam your abilities and just put your abilities, you know, one after another and how smoothly it comes off. That right there was a huge step into it. Right. And that, that alone made it feel more like Pred, right? Not exactly, but more like Pred. And then, you know, and now we, now we just need the visual, like the, the, the beautiful, the, the map itself to be beautiful. Right. And now we got that beautiful map, but now we got the optimization issues. So now we're like, we're almost have like, all right, sweet. I can cue these these abilities up like way oh, I'm supposed to, but I'm just watching it in a stuttering two frames, <laughs> you know, like and it doesn't feel as smooth. So until we get this optimization fixed and with this beautiful map and with those ability cues and we get everything mashed together and we're able to see how it runs, we can't really say that we're at that same spot yet. But we know how we felt when we played Pred and how smooth it felt. We want to get to that point when we get with fault too, as well. For me, I think strange matters is this is just an outsider. Again, I took almost 
eight months off from really playing the game at all. Um, Strange Matters is keeps there's they do listen to the community quite a bit and as much as people gripe about them they do try to but i think they're trying to do too much at once and then that's when you get issues like this like with 14 rather than updating the map maybe just leave the optimization like because you have it optimized right so it comes out you do all the other changes but you don't pretty up the map i didn't think the map was ugly yeah i, mean, I, the map I, I didn't think it was bad <laughs> If I'm going to play a game, if I can get 120 or 60 frames and I don't see uh, grass on the ground, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they, in one of the posts leading up to 14, didn't they mention, like, or didn't they confirm that 14 did have either a new map, new map revamp, something like that in one of the posts, right? Like in the in the in the post leading up to it, didn't they at one point just say, "Hey, this is also included in upcoming patch 14? Yeah, because because the reason why I bring it up is what if that was the plan? What if they realize, hey, there's issues, but then they're like, "Fuck, do we go back on our word and not give them the map, or do we try to do our as best of a job as we can?" let's iron out all the kings and then they got to a point at least within testing where they were like seems to be good but that you know those, those individuals testing isn't the entire the entire community right right yeah so, if those individuals have a window rig then they're not gonna have an issue but if they have a beard wolverine rig then it's like okay we're all done with this isn't good we can't put this out there because i don't have all... michigan stickers rip uh <laughs> no, there's no sticker on them there's no stickers yeah. Wow. Oh, it's that flag, bro. It's fucking up with your glass. I can tell. There's no stickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know what? And Empty brought the brought up this great point in the chat earlier. We It just kind of got buried in there, though. It's probably going to be very difficult for Strange Matters to expand their testing pool. Because not everybody wants to test something that's already available. People would love to test stuff that isn't available. Early access to a game that's coming out. People would love to test the new beta for the next Call of Duty next year before anybody else gets to play it. But how many people right now after paying for Call of Duty would say, I want to go be a tester for this Call of Duty. They're going to be like, no, bro, just give me what I fucking paid for. This thing's not fun. It's tedious. People don't realize, like, uh, yeah. when I was testing, and testing is not fun. You're <laughs> literally 10 people sitting in a map, and you're like, okay, what happened? All right, let's try to recreate it. And you might be doing the same thing for 45 minutes straight, yeah. trying to do one jump. That's how I play faults anyways. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, that wasn't it. Now you got to figure out all the freaking different items and what level everyone was okay now is that what's breaking the game um and that's why again when i'm like i have 600 hours of gameplay i'm like i probably have 800 and 900 hours on the testing uh version of the game like it's testing is there's a reason why game developers pay a lot of money for testers and there's a reason why testers burn out very quickly there's a reason why even the, the big AAA games, you get a ton of bugs when the game's released now. Releasing an unfinished game is common practice now. Because it is less expensive to do that and patch it after the fact and let the masses find it than it is for someone to test it. Yep. 
I mean, well, that's another reason. That's another issue I have with it is like you have, you know, AAA studios like Epic Games, you know, that had Fortnite in an early access or or a, a beta, or whatever, you know, like for how long, you know, like you know, and then they finally, they now finally have been full release for like maybe a year now. Like, it, like that took forever, you know. But they so they abuse the early access term. You know, to where now these indie devs who are actually legitimately trying to use the early access term that people are like, no, this is a full release game. You know, it's, you can't like that's what sucks is the 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 big companies are abusing these terms and, and makes it harder for these indie devs. It's rough, man. And but but I'll be honest, I don't know how like I don't know if they would be successful if they literally just put out a poll. Like, for example, like we've seen other companies like, hey, looking for testers, a game that's not playable. I'm sure that list is going to be higher than posting looking for testers in a community where the average active community already paid to play. You know what I'm saying? When do go back to when we were testing for fall and back in November before launch, there, there was a waiting list to get into testing. Mm-hmm. And then once the game released, it was like, hey, guys, we need to test. Guys, we need to test. And everyone's like, I'm playing. I want to stream. I want to do it. You know, I mean, it, 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 there was literally, hey, we're going to be testing at 8 o'clock. Who can be here? <laughs> like, boy, first tenant voice chat, get in. And, and then it got to the point where it was like, hey, can you test? Can you test? Can you test? <laughs> yeah. That's another problem is they picked up way too many streamers as testers, I think. You know what, from some, like, all three of us were there early, and all three of us are content creators. You feel me? And if we sit there, like, a lot of the original partner crew were testers. Like, that that might have had something to do into, initially. I'm glad that they eventually, you know, got, like, a whole separate testing system. They refined all their testing stuff because there was a lot of, like, kinks in the system in the early days of testing. But I will say I would love to see them just like publicly say, hey, anybody interested in testing, here's the link, apply. And then they have, you know, all the rig setup information like, hey, give us your rig details. How many hours do you play? Do you feel me? Because they can start gauging. Are you a casual gamer? Are you a hardcore gamer? Do you play 46 hours a day? Do you play 46 hours a week? You feel me? Like right. I, they need to have that variety, and I, I think they should just if, publicly be asking for testers at all times. If it's even that, though they might not add people, if it's that hard to get people, like you know, like you, you guys were just talking about, hey, can you guys test? Right, uh, I'm streaming or I'm doing this or whatever. If it's that hard to get somebody to commit to it, right? Not saying that person needs to get bumped. Like, all right, fine, you can't be here, you know. But they need to make their tester pool bigger, so they have something to pull from. You know, like, all right, so this person's not, X is not available. Y is not available. All right, we got Z. All right, now let's keep asking, you know, and we get enough people in there. If you only have your pools only so small and they can't make it, then you're not testing. You, you, you If you make that pool bigger, you're able to test more. I mean, you could treat every early access player as a tester. They just need to make it a little easier to report bugs, I think. I agree with that. I was trying to report a bug and I couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah, same here. I can't remember. You can only do it on Discord. Yeah, and uh, the bot's great and Jester's a fucking genius with that coding shit, but it's... Hold up. I 
I said I like you, but now that you just said that bot is great, you're completely wrong. That bot, <laughs> that bot is straight trash. It needs to get rid of or figured out. I don't know. Like I, I've worked with Butler Bot one time, and I'll never do it again. Butler Bot is straight ass. Like get him out of here. What I meant is the amount of information you used to be able to put into it when, when I was a tester and how you did it. But like the general public, sure. like I ended up sending uh, one of the devs. Uh, so I'm like, hey, look, this is what's happening. Hey, look, and I I had it recorded, thankfully, because I was recording and streaming. And I was like, hey, look, this is what happened. Are you aware of this? And like, yes, we, we know about this. And so it it, it, it should be. Um, I, I don't even know how you can do it because it's hard to. Well, um, Platy just wow. puts in chat, and it's not something I literally just found this out right now. I'm I'm today years old when I found this out. You can also email support to report your bugs. I thought emailing support was other things like, hey, uh, my account's not working or you, you're, or you're trying to contest a ban that you got or whatever. Whatever thing is that that's what I thought the email was for. It's you, you go to Discord, they literally give you the whole here's ButlerBot, you know, at slash bug report and it brings up ButlerBot, you copy paste, do whatever you got to do. I didn't know that was even a thing. So yeah, you're able to email support for that situation. Fault that's used to have to know. Been- Fault used to have a very good end game. Um, yeah, it was like Control L. Yeah, yeah it yeah, did, but it was. Yeah. I was told that that in game report system was pretty much just nonstop troll reports. Like there weren't, oh, they were all sucks. fake reports. Yeah. People like, hey, this person wore this skin, you know, and they're, so they're going through reading these reports and they're just fake. Re- they're just like literally bullshit reports, wasting time. That's Damn me! That that, that, I mean, because I thought that was a great. I thought it was really well done. It sucks yeah. that the community ruined it. Then, I mean, I, I, I also saw a hand, like a handful, and I can only imagine the total. Right, I saw a handful of reports in that system that were just so vague that no information could be done. Like literally, just going through like five in a row, and it's like Gideon's blink is not working. Send report. <laughs> Graystone, when I smack Richter, he looked weird. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next. You feel me? Like it's, and it's something that uh, chat's kind of discussing a little bit here. Not everybody knows how to articulate what happened or how to give the instructions as to how to replicate it. Like people don't say, Hey, when I was playing Greystone, I leaped over the wall right next over the way, like that little ledge next to T1. Going from jungle into lane, I landed on top of a minion, and this effect that like people people aren't gonna write that, especially not in between matches. Half the time they write w- less than one sentence, not even a complete fucking sentence half the time, and then they send enter. <laughs> yep, getting portal, no work, period. I I actually <laughs> had one. I was I I've seen yeah. <laughs> there's no way saying that I, that I fixed it, but I had one that I was like I saw it happen. I was running down, and it was. Uh, it was Dawn side, um, right lane, and I ran down and I got to tier one. And as soon as you get to tier one, right by the tower itself, there's that little, the blue water, right? And I ran and I got stuck and I backed up and I ran and I got stuck. I'm like, what in the world? So I backed up and I ran. So I ran around him. Like, so I, all right, report it. All right, Dawn side, tier one, you know, left side of the, of the tower. You know, I gave you know as much description as I could. Is like this is happening, and then it was like a, like a couple patches later, you know, no longer getting stuck on tier one, you know, dawn side map. I'm like, 
like, oh, I reported that. I'm not saying it was my report that fixed it, but like, I was like, but you just be as descriptive as possible, you know, is what I, you know, is what I did, you know, with the ones I can. If the ones that I hate for myself that I see when I'm streaming or when I'm gaming, you know, I'm like, I'm there playing. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know how to like, I don't even know what happened to explain, but that doesn't seem right. You know, how do I say that's where I'm like, how do I describe that? You know, like, but that's the great thing about streaming is you're able to just pull that clip. Like, okay, you know, here, here, so much easier. Let me clip this, you know, so much easier. Let me show you this, you know? Yeah. That's what I said. Another reason I I don't use bubble about it anymore. Like as a partner, we're able to go in and say, Hey, here guys, this is what we got. You know, look at this, you know, Platty saw my one the other day. I had literally, uh, I was jumping somewhere. Where was I? I, was like, I think I was in uh, um, Raptor Pit, and I I jumped as Sparrow, and I was up against the wall, and I got stuck. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm like, I saw that he got stuck like, between a mountain and the wall. He literally was like, I was like, what the fuck? Wait, window, what was? No, your mother, your mother, your mother. Someone please clip that. Make that one. Make that one a gift. He he my back. <laughs> I think Huddy was playing with that game. Uh, back and Huddy was complaining about not having wards. I'm like, Huddy, I'm just getting back to lane, dude. I'm sorry. You know, I, never I, I know they're free. About? You know, but uh, no. Yes, it has I mean, ones though too. Right. The, the one, the one bug that I not. never saw everybody else get. Oh, I only saw this on myself, and it tilted the life out of me. Huddy was there. I was a countess. I swiped the wave and the damage went to me instead <laughs> bro i was livid i was like oof i was like the fuck just happened to half my health bar i was like okay let me confirm is this what just happened i right click died i was like i just get him what bro i was i promise you Dude, I, I I literally didn't play counters for like another six months after that. Not even joking. So far, I, I reported so it. Mad. I reported, but you know, bugs happen. But yo, my dude, I was so fucking tilted. And then worst part is, assholes like Huddy were in the chat. It's like I don't know, bro. Said you died to twin. You must be trash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, me out. <laughs> Other one that plenty remembers, I just had it happen recently. Is I died, but it gave me the animation like I literally just showed up. So I'm running down a lane, but I'm running really funny. I'm like, why am I running like this? And I'm trying to run the lane, and then like as I get to tier two, all of a sudden my camera comes to, to to gadget, and I, I look up and there's a, a one second left until I'm alive. Yo, I'm like, what? I mean, what do you mean? I was just alive. And I, I clipped it, and it wasn't until I watched the clip again and somebody put out, dude, you're actually, you have a counter, a death counter while you're running the lane. I'm like, what? I go back and I Out of body experience. I'm like, literally, I'm like, yeah, my dead counter, I'm still able to run while I'm dead. I'm like, what is this? I, I clipped that, was able to send that to the devs. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know. I, I literally, I can't describe. I can't, like, is it the skin that I used? Is it, like, what happened? I don't know. Here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one thing that people don't realize, by the way. Sorry, Huddy. The fact that bugs happen. One of the most popular YouTube series was literally highlighting Paragon bugs. Right. 
And we, dude, we all loved watching all those videos. How many times could we watch in one single 15 minute episode, Chimera locking onto somebody, leaping and going all the way to their fucking core and leaping across the map? We saw that shit 10 times in the same video and we're like, that was funny as shit. Or how many times Chimera, or how many times Greystone went up in the air, came down and it's like, this motherfucker's made of rock now for the rest of the match. <laughs> Do we need to mention box grux? Like, you feel me? Like, that, yo, those happen. They're hilarious sometimes. They can be frustrating, but they happen. Too many people, like, expect perfection out of strange matters. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's their biggest hurdle. Well, I mean, now that you say that, I remember what Bearded was referring to me talking about with the rose-colored glasses. What I was saying was Paragon wasn't perfect. Paragon had more than its share of bugs. Paragon had its optimization issues. Everybody expects Fault to match their memory of Paragon, and it's not going to match that. And it's going to be the same with both Overprime and Predecessor. They're going to expect those two games to match their memory of Paragon. It's not going to fucking happen. I don't care which one feels better than the other ones. It's never going to feel as good as what you remember Paragon feeling like. Right. They seem to forget that Paragon was a like I would get stuck Four on this five years yeah. all the way till the end of when I stopped playing. Like, yeah, they had bugs, consi- consistent bugs, consistent, persistent bugs. And that's yeah. just going to happen. And, you know, if Epic couldn't do it, Strange Matter sure is fucking going to be able to create a perfect game. Right. No, you just got to find the one, the whatever one scratches that Paragon itch for all the Paragon refugees, right? One of these games and maybe none of these games will scratch that itch for you anymore. Like you're, you just, if that's what you're looking for, one of them's going to do enough, most likely. And if none of them do enough, I'm sorry. I, I just want to bring up um, something nope. that. All right, we're going to end the show here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. No, um, what, what Goose was talking about before about the in game, and unfortunately, some of the community ruined it by putting up troll bugs, right? Maybe something that SMS can do is give certain people of the community access to that report in game so when they send it in because i know what happens is when you send it in game they get the code they get the time they're able to go back and look where where everyone was what was happening what items were all purchased and get it like data attacks may may be able to do is give it to the partners give it to mangoes give it to bearder give it to windu give it to platy give give it to people that you trust so they can do it while they while they're playing the game because even though you're not testers anymore you still enjoy the game a lot you still play the game a lot and when it happens i'm i'm 10 times more likely to hit control l and say i was getting i was trying to portal i I went through a wall and i was off the map i had the back boom send while i'm in the game i am not going to go out open up my outlook type in strange matters email type up and say at this game at 12 24 eastern standard time playing against blah blah blah. i was level 15 gideon i have 180 cs i had seven kills these were the items i had because that's what's going to be relevant. That's where they can go in and say, and they can dive in. That might be an option for them if they haven't. Th- if it's possible, even I'm assuming it is. But let's let's talk about that Control L thing though for a minute. That was the worst. Oh God! Report system hater. ever 
No, it literally was like who thinks control L for report or who thinks control L for bug or or anything. Like, hey man, you're reporting because you're losing. Control L. <laughs> <laughs> if you're winning with a bug, be like, oops. <laughs> I thought I really liked it. Was you, the control L. Um, I didn't mind like, it. I thought it was. I've never come across control L before personally, but it was just something to get used to. Yeah, I, I well, just again, that's why you release it. it to certain people and then you right. educate them on how to do it. Well, right? I don't, I think the way they, the way they f- fixed it, but they took it away was putting it on the, the scoreboard screen. You know, you literally just pull up the scoreboard. And now you can report a player, right? So you can still do the report system, but you can only report a player. You can't report a bug, right? And I think that was the way to do it. You just pull up the scoreboard. Or bam, or you just pull up the menu. Like, I don't know, it just the way they had it was just like, I'm like, what was that? I'm like, huh? You want me to do what? That doesn't even make sense to me. So. Or, or the any any in-game reporting system, I guess is what I'm getting to. And I know it's not a thing anymore, MT. That's what I was saying. It should be. There should be something P. for people. We're gonna, we're gonna print the game. <laughs> Control P would be better. <laughs> oh, just uh, Windows key, shift, and S. There you go. You're done. <laughs> Get it. I mean, regardless, right? I look forward to them having some sort of system, right? Yes. Because let's be real, right now, there's other methods. Platy mentioned them in the chat before. Like there's a specific command that you can chat, you can type in their discord anywhere and the steps as to where you can report and all that come out. And if you don't know said command, you can easily just go in there and be like, hey, how do I report something? Every moderator will tell you what the command is, right? Um, But I. It's weird, bro. Like they're in a they're they're in a stage where I would 100 percent say that they need more data while simultaneously not being able to handle too much data. Nope, I agree. And and then you also having the that all that going to a mod and a mod giving the report or a mod letting you know you can use the the email, right? The support email. Uh, Not everybody has Discord. So having it in game is better for that, for the people who don't use Discord or don't have it or whatever. Like you got to have other ways to do it i mean is there I, I don't go on the reddit page is there a way for me to go hey how do i make a, make a bug report is there going to be somebody gonna say here you go here's the support email or here's the bug report little thing they do like is there a way to do it in reddit you know like i what do i do like like automated response no honestly in reddit yeah, it would just be like a pin message response yeah you know, like, but I mean, is there a moderator for Reddit? I don't know if there's a moderator or not like that, you know, that controls that page or whatever that moderates that page. You know, is there like, you know, if I, you know, hey, if I'm put on Twitter, hey, how do I redo this? Whatever. Like, am I going to get like, there's the only place to get that is on Discord right now. And not everybody has it. So there's got to either have it in game or have it in other socials to where they people can figure that out. I mean, Platy just brought up a good point in the chat, too. Like there are social medias where people talk about bugs and stuff like that. And he's mentioning that the support staff keeps an eye on those and takes notes of those and stuff, right? But I highly doubt that unless you pursue the lead, DM them, try to find out every detail possible, that's not gonna have 
enough detail to be able to actually like lead to a successful result. It might be a lead. Right. But, but that's like kind of saying like the killer wore a black shirt. Well, shit. <laughs> Fuck, where do we go from here? Like it's it, it's a lot harder. They need a lot more data. And it's yeah. it's a it's a great idea, like Huddy was mentioning, to have something in game because a lot of that data gets migrated over with the report. Or can be migrated right. over with the report. So yeah, well, I mean that's but that's what I'm saying. Like you can you could either go through and have your your support staff go and look at all these different socials, but the one main uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Every everybody's got the game. Everybody's playing the game. Everybody's going to report a bug anyways, right? So that's the one denominator. The one main, you know, same thing that's going to happen with all these, right? Discord, game. Facebook, game. Reddit, game. Like, they all go to the game. So if you have the report in game... It's a central hub, is what you're saying, where everybody... Exactly. Not everybody has Facebook. But they have... I don't have a Facebook. My shit got hacked. Like, like a year and a half ago. I just never made a new one, bro. But yeah, so let's do this. Let's conclude. <laughs> yes, MySpace. Yeah, don't forget MySpace. Yes, don't forget what? about MySpace. <laughs> Platter, are you checking MySpace? There could be some good bugs reported on MySpace. <laughs> Looking at your chat. Yes. Oh, bro. These kids will never understand the pain. Mom, he got the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to talk. You're not wrong. Dude, you're not wrong. Play (laughs) fall. Like in your ears? No, thank you. I'm good. I don't. Hey, man. I remember. I remember trying to watch a video like a like a five like a two minute like a thirty second video. Waiting half an hour for that shit to load on dial up. No, not even half an hour. It would be like two hours. It'd be like, uh, uh, and then as soon as somebody picked up the phone, all internet connectivity just stop. That's it. Gone. And be like, hmm. why, is it, why isn't it loaded? Why isn't it loaded? Be like, oh, your, your tia called. I was talking to her. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, so let's do this. Let's do this. We've been here for a little bit, right? Um, right. I I definitely want to put an emphasis to everybody watching and or listening through podcast format because we are on Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify. I want to emphasize that these conversations are the objective is not to simply point out flaws. Believe us, if there are flaws, we will talk about it. We're not going to shy away from shit like that. But the point of these conversations and the point that we're trying to kind of like instill in the community is that the feedback is needed. And it has to be constructive feedback, telling us the game is broken, telling us the game sucks, telling us Gideon Portal is horrible, is not, I hate you, honey, is not the proper response you get me like it's the constructive feedback is necessary in order to be able to help the game progress so let's do this i i can't with them bro let's do this let's go ahead and go down the list let's go ahead and give your two cents as feedback to the community 
<laughs> yeah, he Mangus just noticed, bro. Mangus just got it. He just noticed. <laughs> I can't with him, bro. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Let's let's start with Huddy. Let's let's start with Huddy. Go. <laughs> Everybody watching and listening is not gonna understand. No. I, and you're you're probably not gonna find out. So you will saying shit. Anyway, so let's start with Huddy. Let's focus on feedback to the community. Like, what's your two cents from you to the community? And then go ahead and throw in your plugs where everybody everybody can follow you. (laughs) Welcome back, Huddy. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Feedback to the community. Um, So to the general community of everyone just playing games, straightforward, just stop being so asshole-ish to everyone. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, it, it's they it, it, say that half jokingly, but it, it it's it, it with for whatever reason, um, MOBAs feel like they have to you you have to bully someone to to get anything done uh, to get it. Um, like if you're not bullied in and you you didn't go through and have a thick skin and get shit on and screamed at and called every everything under the sun. You're not in the brotherhood. You can't play this game yet. You're still a noob. Get rid of that shit. These game, play the game and have fun. My message to Strange Matters, or like my input to Strange Matters, keep grinding. You guys are doing good. I'm excited to see that you're bringing a marketing manager back on. Get a, play, a game plan, get a storyboard up and running, and get that going. And then the last thing is keep being... Um, how can I put this? Uh, make sure that you are reporting the bugs and talking to it and trying to give constructive criticism if you want these games to come back. Because I can guarantee you all three games are going to have major issues. All three games are going to have major bugs. All three games are going to play different and feel different. And they're going to have their ups and downs. And if you, you're not, if you not, if you just want to play your game and not worry about it, and have a perfect game to come out and play, do what I did. I took six months off, came back, and felt felt like a brand new game to me again. And I've been grinding it again for the last week and a half. It's an early, they're early access games. They take a while to develop. Um, and my plugs, uh, Twitch is HuddyGTV, uh, Twitter is HuddySayWhat, and TikTok is HuddyGTV. Hey, fine. Hey, right on. <laughs> Set Lit. Lines, but yeah. Three of us got it. <laughs> anyway uh yeah no I, I feel what you said Hadi. like the the individual that i called out on stream literally his excuse i i hate Huddy. like look at i can't with him bro he can't resist he can't resist himself but the individual that i called out on in the middle of the stream his excuse for shitting on people is because other people shit on him when he played paragon and that's how he learned and, it, and it's just like, yo, just because somebody treated you like shit doesn't mean you have to treat others like shit. Like, come on, bro. For real. I can't with you, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, Mangus. Uh, just, you know, with with Patch 14 and the free weekend and everything, um, I think Strange Matter did what they, they've done almost every, every single time they've had a major update is they took two steps forward and one step back. And it it's very frustrating to see that one step back every single time. But that's a net gain of a step forward. The game is in a much better place now than it ever has been. Um, 
Okay, maybe an exception. And like I said, I thought November was a little bit better than what it is now. But they're going to, they're eventually going to get to the point where they learn enough to where every time it's going to be two steps forward and no one, no one step back. It's just going to be two steps forward every single time. And I'm just really looking forward to that because I believe in fault. I think it's a great game. I think they've done a great job with it. I want, I want them to succeed. And I just, I hate, I hate, I get, I get frustrated seeing that step back every time, but. Eventually, that's not going to be a problem. That's all I got to say. Hopefully, right? And bearded? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally comes down to, you know, these, these free weekends. They're going to happen again. They've already referenced before uh, how we felt about everything and, and that they're going to come back. So treat everyone as you would like to be treated. I know you don't want to be shit on. Uh, you know, like it doesn't make sense. So, you know, treat yourself how you want to be treated. Um, and if they, if you want this game to succeed, help them out, right? Do what you can. Um, and as far as SMS, you know, you, what we've been getting that little, that little stint we had from 13, 13 to 14, where we had like no information. It was like literally, Hey, we got nothing for you. Dead silence. You know, that was too much. But what we got now and how active the socials have been, keep up this great work. Keep up that grind. Keep pushing stuff out. Let's go. You know, we, we're excited for 14. We're, marketing is happening. Uh, the uh, marketing manager coming up is going to be great. At, I'm excited. Just keep pushing forward. Um, and, you know, even if we're doing that two-step forward, one-step back dance, uh, you know, like, like, like Mangu said, that's still a net gain. You're positive, you know, maybe we could do three steps forward, one step back, you know, like let's keep going, keep pushing forward. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just going to piggyback off of what you were saying there, baby. But I do want to just throw that emphasis out there that even three steps forward, one step back, that perception of something going wrong is still there and perception is key like you feel me like even if internally it was three steps forward one step back i would rather or let's just you know the two steps forward one step back one net gain of a step right even if internally you know that i much rather the community just feels the one step forward you feel me? Right. And and if it's noticeable that you're taking that that one step back, regardless of its progress, I, I just a little bit more refinement within the steps in the system. Is I all it takes. Uh, I I look at it this way though. I feel like that one step back is just the idea of what we talked about uh, before. Is that it's you know Paragon, a triple A AAA company, didn't have a perfect game. We're not gonna have a perfect game. Now with an ADF studio studio. So that not having a perfect game is going to be that one step back. Right. So if we can, if we can improve on these steps forward, you know, the amount of steps forward, that's what I'm saying. We go from a two steps forward, one step back to a three steps forward, one step back. That's, that's better. I don't think we're going to get that one step back out of this situation because that would be a perfect situation. You know, and that's, I just don't see that happening with any bugs that get input or inputted with the situation or not. Like something's going to stop us from being able to not have that one step back. Right. And you have to, you're talking about like 
impressing the masses, right? Like everybody's going to say, Oh my gosh, that was two steps forward. No steps back. No, somebody's going to be upset because their character now has this bug or whatever. Like, no, you know, it played just fine before this patch. And now all of a sudden, you know, Morgash's Q is bad or whatever. I've literally just made something up. I don't know if Morgash's Q is bad or not, but like, you know, something like that's going to happen. It's going to be a one step back for that person. But for the rest of the people, they don't feel that maybe. Yeah, then it would just be a majority thing because you're not going to be able to make everybody happy, quite no, frankly. Like, if you can no, at least get out of there. That's all matters, okay, guys? Hashtag no more bearded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. But no, guys, uh, we really appreciate everybody tuning in, everybody that's listening again, whether it be via video, whether it be live, or whether it be through audio format. We appreciate everybody being here. We do have these live, as we just mentioned, every single Friday on Bearded Wolverine's Twitch channel. The links will be down below, and it does get posted after the fact on YouTube and podcast format, as mentioned earlier. If you made it this far, type a GG down below or in the comments or somewhere, right? Let's actually type GG Huddy, because at this point, I'm surprised he made it this far without falling asleep. So thank you, Huddy, for being here. Game. Are you guys gaming? Are you all going to be like, I'm about to get some games in. Uh, I do want to make a comment, though. Yes, our normal schedule is uh, uh, Friday nights live on the Bearded Wolverine. Uh, Mm -hmm. Today, obviously, you can tell it's Thursday. Um, And next uh, next week, it's also going to be Thursday as well. because of uh, what Christmas Eve tomorrow, just have the holidays line up on Friday, right? So we got holidays coming up. So live again Thursday next week, and then after that, we should be back to our normal schedule on Fridays. True, true. And if anybody does want to be in one of these partner panels, feel free to leave a comment. Feel free to DM us. We check all our DMs. Yes. If there's room, if you got a camera, we'll see what we can do. No promises. Amen. We Huddy's here, so you never know. I'm kidding. Much love to Huddy. Everybody go subscribe on Twitch to Huddy. Give that man your Twitch Prime. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, guys, thank you so much, everybody that tuned in. I hope you guys have an amazing time. And until the next one, peace out. Peace.